106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. How much fraud is too much? It appears now that we've been living with a tolerable level of fraud for several years, if not decades. Conservatives have been too busy minding their own business and living normal lives that a few percentage points here and there weren't worth fighting over. Joe Biden was such a bad presidential candidate that Democrats had to add millions of fake ballots, manipulate voting machines, discard Republican ballots, refuse to allow Republicans to vote, remove poll workers, and the list goes on. And Biden still lost. The state of Georgia is thankfully moving forward with their hand recount, and other states are following suit. We've been focused on the presidential race, but we're learning that there is so much widespread corruption. The election could have been stolen for House and Senate races too. Kim Klasik skyrocketed this year to become a favorite to flip a blue seat red in the House. Yet, after the election results posted, she lost by a large margin. That's especially weird because she won on election day and in-person voting, yet lost when they found 97,000 additional ballots. That doesn't add up. Or the Senate race in Michigan that showed John James lost. That's also suspect. Democrats' crazy COVID claims and hype about not leaving your house because you might die if you try to vote in person has been revealed for what it is, a hoax. It was all a scam. They actually thought they could convince you that everyone voted by mail this year, which would account for the record turnout of ballots cast. But it doesn't actually account for the record turnout. There is no factual basis to have a record turnout this year, except for Donald Trump. Trump supporters love him and are crazy enough to go to rallies in the cold, rain, and wind. They wait in line for hours to see him, simply to show their support and love for country. I believe Trump had record numbers, if you want me to believe Biden had record turnout because his voters hate Trump, I don't believe you. If people showed up simply to show that they hate Trump, all the riots, BLM, and Antifa gatherings would be as large as Trump rallies. They aren't. Unless you want to break into local stores and riot and loot, well, then you might get a good crowd. But just the protests and destruction, they're a fraction of the size of a Trump rally. Just this month, the New Yorker estimated an Antifa protest in Portland was 1,500 people, which means it was probably 1,000 people if you subtract their inflation. True, that's larger than anything Biden ever did, but it's tiny compared to Trump. Not a chance on your life did Biden set record numbers this year. Democrats cheated, likely in multiple races. So what do we do while we wait, knowing that Democrats planned a coup on the President of the United States? Wait for it. The day of reckoning is coming, and it will be glorious. There's nothing better to demolish the corruption of Washington like a second-term Trump presidency. Democrats are terrified. If you thought he was bold, obnoxious, or confrontational his first term, just wait until he doesn't have to run for re-election again. Trump is on a mission to clean up the corruption in Washington. The best way to get started is to expose it. This fake election Democrats tried to rig is the first step to showing real Americans who want to know the truth the ugly facts that have been decaying our country for decades. Trump's getting his second term, and he's ripping out the corruption in our election system in the process. As terrible of an experience as this has been for our nation, it's cleansing. Hang in there. 
Donald Trump is our president and will remain our president. Guys, Pastor Greg Locke here. Let me be very plain about something. I am not going to abandon President Trump. All these people saying, well, the ship's going down. You better get off while you can. Absolutely not. This man has done nothing short than give his entire life, his fortune, his safety, and his family for the betterment of this nation. He has spent four years making America great again, and I'm convinced he's still going to spend four more years making America great again. This man has stood up for America first. He stood up for Israel. He stood up for the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, for our church, giving evangelicals the greatest Christian voice we've ever had in the history of this nation. And you want me to be disloyal to a man that has done nothing but be loyal to the American people? Not on your life. I'm a pastor, and I approve this message. I serve Jesus Christ, but I honor, pray for, and respect President Donald J. Trump. Well, good evening. This is Lou Benninger, and you're listening to No Hostages Radio. And we thank you for listening to us today. This is episode number 86, and uh, it's scheduled for a date of November 21, 2020. We uh, will be here for a little over two hours uh, of me talking, and then there'll be some clips in between the segments. We'll do about six segments. And uh, I include some clips because I find them more interesting than listening to me all the time. But uh, we're talking, if you're new to this, we're talking about political and cultural issues in our country. And uh, some friends of mine got me involved in uh, doing a radio show a number of years ago, which I wasn't really inclined to do. But I, I gave it a shot. It was an hour uh, a Saturday. And it expanded to three hours eventually. Uh, and uh, at being at the end of my life, I'm concerned about <clears throat> the future for my uh, grandchildren, particularly. And uh, I felt that whatever time I had left, as long as my brain kept working well, that I would uh, share my views. Uh, and because everybody is going to be influenced by somebody, so my feeling is somebody uh, like me ought to influence more people than I was. So I've taken advantage of that uh, with the first of the radio, now the podcast, and maybe one day we'll get back on the radio along with the podcast. But also writing, we're writing a couple articles a week in the Territorial Dispatch, which is a uh, weekly paper here in Northern California. Uh, its office is in Yuba County, but it uh, serves a few counties up here in the north. You can look at it uh, online at ter Territorial Dispatch. Dot com, or you could um, you could reach out to them, and if you get a copy, or if you look at it online, you can actually subscribe to a copy. They'll mail it to you, or you can pick up a copy around town in the Yuba Sutter counties, and I think maybe Butte County gets a few. I I can't remember all the counties, but you, it's free. It's a giveaway paper, but it's a weekly, and it's interesting, and it's uh, different than a, a daily. Of course, it has more. Uh, thought-provoking articles, and uh, so uh, you can look at the articles there, and so my, my uh, 
my gig here is to uh, have an impact instead of just uh, sitting on the sidelines and being in the bleachers. Our uh, American uh, political system was not designed for bleacher sitters. It was for people to get into the, onto the playing field and have an impact and become knowledgeable. <clears throat> I'm, uh, I ran into some uh, clips from uh, Benjamin uh, Franklin and uh, and the founding fathers always believed and in that the population had to be both not knowledgeable and virtuous and so he talks a little bit about this and I'll I'll touch on it in a minute because uh, we're really fighting today uh, in in this hour in this month following the election for the life of our country. And you think, oh, well, you're being too dramatic. Actually, I'm not being dramatic enough. Uh, but we are fighting for the life of the country. Uh, and how this shakes down, uh, like some people before, right before the election, people were saying, you know, it really isn't uh, about t- two different candidates with two different names. It's, it, the issue here with these two candidates is between freedom and communism, freedom and totalitarianism. That's exactly what's going on, and the election has essentially been stolen, and we're, get, we're going to get into some of the details on that. But uh, l- before I get too far, let me back up. I skipped over a couple things. Uh, so uh, for you that are new to this, if you want to reach out to me, it's pretty easy. You just go to Lou, L- L-O-U, Lou, at nohostagesradio.com. You can email me. I check the emails every day. It's not, I don't email a lot from that site. But I do email. If you email me, you'll you'll get a response from that site. No, Lou at nohostagesradio.com. So if you want to communicate or send me a clip or send me something or say, hey, you should check this out, that's fine. Uh, you can also uh, reach me at 530-713-1838. You can text me, call me, uh, 530-713-1838. We are on the West Coast here, or the Left Coast, as others like to call it, uh, Northern California. Uh, let's see. I think that's probably it. If you want to look at, uh, if you're listening off just your podcast source, you can go to our website at nohostagesradio.com, and you can look at lots of uh, past shows there and past articles there if uh, if you're of the mind to. Uh Okay, so I want to make a couple comments here about the uh, country and Benjamin Franklin, who was one of the older founding fathers. And uh, I want to read you just something because many uh, what's happening here in in the United States is for probably the last several generations. uh, We've had a dearth of uh, or a lack of education civics education in high school so and if we've got any at all it's been uh twisted and revised and faulty and fraudulent uh in misdescribing the founding of this country uh and the tenets or the foundational principles that the country was founded upon and it it anybody that that takes any time at all you could spend an hour uh once a week and just and just researching the Federalist Papers or founding co- quotes, just quotes from founding fathers, and you will quickly find that the the entire nation was founded upon 
uh, Judeo-Christian principles based out of the Bible. And not only that, it wasn't just like principles and and ways to go about things, but it was the the founding fathers believed that the country, the way the country came together and the way the constitutional convention came together was actually a miracle of God. So if you're not a follower of Jesus, uh, that may seem odd to you. If you don't believe in miracles, that may seem odd to you. But it was very clear to the founding fathers that they were being led by a divine power or providence, as some people say, divine providence. And th- th- things came together that were just too odd that they could come together in such a uh, special way or a uh, successful way. So let me read this to you. It said, the deliberations of the Constitutional Convention of 1787 were held in strict secrecy. Consequently, anxious citizens gathered outside Independence Hall when the proceedings ended in order to learn what had been produced behind closed doors. The answer was provided immediately. A Mrs. Powell of Philadelphia asked Benjamin Franklin, well, doctor, what have we got? a republic, or a monarchy. Now, most people today, most students today, could not define either one of those. They're not taught those. They don't know what an oligarchy is, an aristocracy, a monarchy, a republic. But people back then were much more intelligent than than they are today. In fact, the literacy rate in early America during those times was nearly 100%. Because the founding fathers believed that they needed to have a liter- that, that uh, illiterate and illiterate or unknowledgeable popula- populace could not could not uh, cause this nation, this republic and and the uh, fine-tuning of the Constitution. They could not carry that out. In other words, it'd be it'd be as somebody that is not knowledgeable about a piece of equipment and you wouldn't let that person get on a very, very expensive piece of equipment and drive it unless they had a lot of training. And they felt that people need to be trained and educated and understand about life in order to carry out this, uh, this type of government. So it says, well, doctor, what have we got here? A Republic or a monarchy with no hesitation uh, Franklin responded, a republic, if you can keep it. Now, the if you can keep it is a mouthful, if you can keep it. Now, I run into people all the time. Actually, if I stopped to ask people, it would be every single day, every hour of every single day. People in America today don't give a damn about we, whether we keep it or not. They don't know what they're doing. They have no idea what the laws are. They don't, uh, they don't know their butt from a hole in, in the ground on the Constitution. That has created a very scary place for a complete takeover of the United States of America without anyone firing a shot. And that's what's going on here in this election. There is a takeover that's been going on, and it hasn't just started here in the last few months. It's been going on for decades. And there are people in the world that believe that the world should have a one uh, world government. And this isn't just conspiracy theory. It's written. It's it's actually, you can read it in Agenda 21 of the United Nations. You can read it in Agenda 2030 of the United Nations. And it states very simply The United States is really the nation that's standing in the way of a one world government dictatorship, whatever you want to call it, where there are there are no borders, a la Barack Obama. There are no borders that 
private property is a thing of the past. If you have property, it will be taken from you. You can rent property. Your assets will be removed. Everyone will share. It'll be a communal type situation. That's what they call communism, commune, communism. And uh, and you will be told what to do, uh, just like they told people what to do in Cambodia, in Laos, in Vietnam, in China, in Russia. And you were told where to work, how, you know, curfews, uh, getting vaccines that will all be managed. It will be a dictatorship. And so that's what's been going on. There's been a progressive work. Now, when Trump came in, when Trump came down the escalators and announced his candidacy, there was a rising up of what we call the deep state. The deep state is essentially uh, people that that want a communist government. They want uh, they want all the things that that people that want freedom don't want, um, you know, people where the government makes choices for you, what you eat, what you drink, what you, how you can, where you can go, when you can go, checkpoints, uh, permissions, uh, health passports. You can't travel here. You can't go to this school. You can't go here. You can't go that if you don't have certain passports. Uh, so uh, that's what's going on here. And that's what, that's what we're fighting for. Uh, let me read you this that Benjamin Franklin wrote. I want you, I want to give you a sense of the, the spiritual power that was going on during the, those early years in the uh, late 1700s. Benjamin Franklin wrote, we have been assured, sir, in the sacred writings that except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. I firmly believe this. And I also believe that without his capital H, his, the Lord, his concurring aid, we shall succeed um, in this political building no better than the builders of Babel. That's a Tower of Babel in Genesis 11. It's talking about the builders of Babel, B-A-B-E-L. If, you, if that's not familiar to you, you can read about it in the book of Genesis in the Bible. He goes on and says, we shall be divided by our little partial local interests, our projects, will be confounded, and we ourselves shall become a reproach with a, and a byword to future ages. And what is worse, mankind may hereafter, from this unfortunate instant, despair of establishing government by human wisdom and leave it to chance, war, and conquest. Uh, these guys saw something that the average American today uh, can't even get there if they take LSD and have a consciousness-expanding experience. The other thing that, that Benjamin Franklin said, and he wasn't the only one, he said that only a virtuous people are capable of freedom. Let me just say that again. Only a virtuous people are capable of freedom. <clears throat> now, we meet people in the church I go to, Glad Tidings, Church of Glad Tidings in Yuba City. We've got a reputation uh, for lots of different things. Some of them are true. Some are not true. One of the reputations we have is for getting people free from demonic bondage or demonic possession or oppression or repression or any of the oppressions. Uh, and so uh, if you read much of the Bible, the Bible is full of things like the the prophet or, or even in, in situations Jesus said, I come to set the people free. I come to set the captives free. I come to set this people free. This And they aren't all locked up in jail. But people are in bondage to their own addictions in life, their own, their own uh, ignorance. Ignorance can bring bondage. Addictions can bring bondage. Not just uh, drug and alcohol addictions, but sexual addictions, all kinds of addictions. 
And uh, so it says only a virtual people are capable of freedom. I want you to think about that truly being free. So if you're not virtuous, if you're a liar, if you're a cheat, which you which if you look at any of our politicians, they're liars and cheats. Uh, they have or they have wrong motives and they're they're serving out of selfish ambition. When people serve out of selfish ambition about what they can give out of it, whether it's ego, whether it's money, whether it's power, whether it's get their way in real estate or or help their their friends accomplish what they want. If it's self, uh, self embellishing, if it's selfish, if it's what I can get out of it, just like I saw the Sutter County supervisors just the other day, they make about fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year over there for being a supervisor. Most of them have other jobs or are retired, and they just voted themselves a raise for their car allowance, and they were justifying how much car expenses they had. Uh, to um, be a supervisor. And I, one of the supervisors was saying how much a day he spent just running around for the county. Well, uh, it's interesting that the, the founding fathers said, we don't believe that representatives of the people serving in political office should receive any money. In fact, it's, it was shocking to me when I read about James Madison. He was going to, traveling from where he was living to the Constitutional Convention and had to borrow money to get there. People did not, in other words, there was not a salary for them. But today people are, are serving, they're what Jesus would call a hireling. A hireling is different than a servant. A hireling uh, will serve as long as you pay them and as long as it, the job doesn't get too difficult or dangerous. Hirelings always uh, flee when, the, when things get dangerous or heated. That's a hireling. You can't trust them. They're serving... Um, when it's convenient to serve, they'll work when it's convenient to work. You know, that's why we say in America, it's like, hey, you find a good worker uh, when you uh, the worker is working as hard when the boss isn't there as when he is there. So hirelings are just the opposite of that. So what we have today, whether it's in the Congress of the United States of America, Senate, Congress, or we're talking about local like the Senate or Assembly of California or any other state, we're talking about hirelings. We're talking about people that are serving. They're full of ego. They're full of power. They're power hungry. They they steal. They lie. They cheat. They molest one another. They molest their, their interns. It's a corrupt nation. And you're seeing a lot of discussion right now on behalf of um, people uh, talking about the corruption, the corruption, the corruption. Now, if you're watching mainstream media uh, you're you're just you're actually shouldn't be listening to me because it's just a waste of time. Because if you're listening to mainstream media, they're just uh, telling you how this whole election, uh, this whole thing was fraudulent, and uh, not fraudulent, but but the, the Trump thing. They just won't accept. Sorry, I'm I, I'm just trying to turn off my uh, my phone here that's dinging, uh, and I'm trying to get to the spot. Hold on, it just threw me off. Okay, I'm almost here. So uh, if you watch mainstream media, they're just saying that the whole thing about the Dominion, uh, the voting systems, the deal going on in Europe, votes being counted in Spain and Germany, all this stuff is just hocus pocus, a big fraud. It's uh, In fact, I, I just heard Tom Sullivan earlier today. He was back stepping on what he did yesterday, mocking some lady saying about this. And all of a sudden he's real. He's telling 
people that, hey, that the White House is actually stating uh, this did happen. And that did happen. And so now he's got to back it up and say he's going to take issue with the White House. So what we're what we're hearing now is that there's corruption throughout the United States of America. So we got corruption in the Department of Justice. We got corruption at the. We're not saying every every employee of the Department of Justice is corrupt. There's some fantastic people in all these agencies. But there's also some rats and there's rats at the top, like Christopher Ray, the head of the FBI, is a rat. Comey, McCabe, uh, Strzok, Page, all these people are rats uh, or who's still working at the Department of Justice. Uh, he and his wife are both involved. His last name's Orr, Bruce Orr. These people are rats. They're corrupt. They should be actually taken to trial. They should be shot. These people are treasonous. Uh, Brennan, Clapper, there's a whole list of them. Schiff, Adam Schiff who's serving uh, as a, a congressman out of Southern California. These people are corrupt. They should be tried and shot. Jail is not good enough for this. Jail is not good enough. Taking down the country because you want a certain political persuasion running the thing ain't, ain't okay. So uh, we're at the, at the end of our first uh, break. We're going to have a couple clips here, and then I'll be right back. The police hysteria was a disaster for everyone involved. A lot of people died because of it. They got murdered. When the police retreated, neighborhoods got much more dangerous, of course. But the other thing we learned was just how deeply hypocritical the people in charge are. There's really no depth to their hypocrisy. We've got a new story tonight that tells you how deep it goes. This story begins on November 1st, when a Portland City commissioner by the name of Joanne Hardesty used the Lyft app to get a ride. Now, in case you're not familiar with Joanne Hardesty, she's the member of the Portland political class who made defunding the police her main mission. She's called for $18 million in cuts to the Portland Police Department. She says most calls for help aren't real. So with that in mind, here is a 911 call that Joanne Hardesty made during her Lyft ride just last week. 911, what's your emergency? 
Uh, well, I got a Lyft driver that decided he would just drop me off at a filling station and he wants me to get out, and I'm not getting out of the car and the dog at a filling station. Not happening. All because I asked him to put the window up, but I'm not leaving. He says I have to get out of his car, or he's calling the place, so I decided to call for help. Well, she sounds like a lot of fun. So what's the emergency? 911, what's your emergency? Well, Joanne Hardesty's emergency was the driver didn't want to roll the car's windows up, presumably because COVID. The police arrived and concluded that no crime had been committed. It turns out even in Portland, it's not a criminal offense to have your windows open, though maybe they'll make it one. So in response to all of this, Joanne Hardesty claims that she, quote, proactively called the police because as a woman of color, she was worried that officers would put her in danger if someone called them first. In other words, we have to call the police to protect us from the police until we defund the police. There you go. So I'm talking about mainstream media. The first thing you should do is get off mainstream media completely. Just shut your television off or tune it into some other spots. And I'm going to give you some alternatives uh, in a minute. And uh, because I want to equip you like every once in a while, I'll run into somebody and they say, oh, yeah, I'm reading the book you recommended. Or I'm, I went to I went and got on. I, I subscribed to the Epoch Times uh, or or, you know, or 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 because I I can't just once a week, given a couple hours of talk, I can't do enough to help you. You got to you got to do something yourself. You got to equip yourself. You got to uh, even check. You should check everything I say, because. You need to be confident that you you saw it yourself, right? Lou said it, but you saw it yourself. So I'm not trying to just get you to buy into my uh, my my gig here. So Benjamin Franklin said, "Only a virtual people are capable of freedom. As nations become more corrupt and vicious, they have need of more masters. They have need of masters. Now that's what's going on here. We have a a, a country that has been dumbed down, and we have people running in the streets." thinking this is the worst nation on earth when in reality if we open the borders there would the people couldn't get here fast enough but we're deceived in this country and the kids have been deceived because they've been taught by uh devious teachers uh satanic teachers or uh communist teachers or whatever you want to call them but they are they are not teachers that believe in America in the American dream and the vision of America so uh, he says, as nations become more corrupt and vicious, which is what's going on in America, they have more need of masters. And so what do you hear about? Let's defund the police. Let's shut down the military. Let's do this. That That is going to create a country that is ripe for a complete overturn and anarchy. So Benjamin Franklin says, freedom is not a gift bestowed upon us by other men, but a right that belongs to us by the laws of God and nature. Now, conservative people believe this. The liberal people in this country do not. They believe that, that the rights that you have and the laws that are for you do not come from God, but they come from man. And the fact is, that's why they believe they can take your personal property. 
and your private property. That's why they can close down the entire economy without compensating you for it. That when, when the government takes your property or needs your property, say they want to put a bridge or, or a canal or a something or an e, they need to easement in your property. They have to go through a legal process called eminent domain, and they have to compensate you. If they're able to do that, they have to properly compensate you for the property. And, uh, and so when you are prohibited from doing your job, whether it's running a backhoe or cutting hair or doing nails or doing plumbing, when they forbid you to do that or running a restaurant, that is called takings in the Constitution. Takings. T-A-K-I-N-G-S. Takings. And when the government takes something from you without due process and taking you to court or having some kind of due process where you can say, no, I don't want, I don't want to give that up. I don't, I don't want to give up my property to run that road somewhere else. When they don't use due process, they owe you money. So all these restaurants, that's what's going on in Nevada County right now. Nevada County restaurants are, are suing the governor, the county health officer, all the supervisors and all the other people involved in this for takings. They took their ability to make a living. You cannot do that in America. You might be able to do that in China, in Vietnam, but in America, that is forbidden. And when people start to say, well, we can just do this, we can do whatever we want because it's an emergency because COVID is just so dangerous. Well, I'm sorry. Well, I'm not sorry. Uh, that's the way it is. COVID is not dangerous. It's no dangerous than any other risks we've ever had in America, and we don't need the government to tell us or legislate or uh, dictate or manage our lives on how safe we want to live. If I want to jump off a tall building on a bungee cord or jump off a bridge or jump out of a plane or live without a mask or not take a vaccine or drink alcohol every day all day, that's up to me. And to hell with the rest of you people. That's America. That's America. So uh, Benjamin Franklin says, They that can give up essential liberty to obtain a little temporary safety. I want you to think about your little muzzle you got on right now. Or six feet apart. Or this stupid order that you can't have everybody you want. In fact, I want to encourage you to just invite people off the street for Thanksgiving. Have as many different bloodlines in your house. Have as many different families. Just reach out the window and flip the government the bird this weekend. Or, or this Thanksgiving. This is the time to do it. This is called Thanksgiving. It's not Thanksgiving to Gavin Newsom or the government or President Trump. It's Thanksgiving to God. That's who you should be thanking. So Benjamin Franklin said, they that can give up essential liberty to obtain a little temporary safety deserve neither safety nor liberty. You hear what I said? You cannot give up your liberty that's why I just saw somebody post on Facebook. They said, hey, let's have a cruise on Saturday night during the curfew. When we're supposed to stay inside, let's all hit the streets and let's party. I'm totally with them. That's exactly America. That's America. Governor Newsom, all these liberals are not America. So Benjamin Franklin says, they that can give up essential liberty to obtain a little temporary safety deserve neither safety nor liberty. Then he says... If you would not be forgotten as soon as you are dead and rotten, 
either write things worth reading or do things worth the writing. I want to read that to you because so many people just want to live a ho-hum life, a passive life, never make a real impact on anything. I'm not talking about running for office necessarily. I'm talking about making your mark. God created you to make a mark on this earth. He's got a mission for you somewhere, somehow. And a lot of us just don't want to live up to that or don't know about that. So he says, if you would not be forgotten, this is his poem. If you would not be forgotten as soon as you are dead and rotten, either write things worth reading or do things worth the writing. That means make a difference in your generation. Kick rear. Stand up for what you believe. Say hell no. Hell no. Go go shove it, Newsom. That's what America is all about. So Ben Franklin went on to say, I have so much faith in the general government of the world by providence. That's God. That I can hardly conceive a transaction of such momentous importance as the framing of the Constitution should be suffered to pass without being in some degree influenced, guided, guided, and governed by that omnipotent, omnipresent, that means all-powerful and all-present all everywhere, and beneficent ruler in whom all inferior spirits live and move and have their being. See, these guys that founded this country, they understood that there was a physical realm. We call it the temporal realm or the temporary realm. And then there was an eternal realm that was the unseen realm that the Bible says, and they say, is the more powerful, more real realm that's going to live forever. And the temporary realm is going to come to pass. Everything I've like, I was thinking the other day how many cars I've had over my life and bought, sold cars, wrecked cars, and they came to pass. And I got another one. This this world comes to pass. All my relatives are dead. They lived here. They did things. They, they're dead. And that's the way it works. So he's talking about inferior spirits. That's the demon spirits, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I just, I just uh, watched an hour-long explanation of everything that's been happening from before the Trump and, and the, during but the Trump campaign, the first campaign, on down. And, and the guy just says, we have... A rampant Satanism in this country, and that is what's behind the Democrats. Inferior spirits. And and we want to be on the side of God Almighty, right? And we want to be righteous. That's why these guys that are fighting for this election have said, hey, it's more than just this election. It's more than just Trump. If this election isn't settled correctly, there isn't any election in the future of the United States of America that is going to be right. It, everybody is going to just be scrambling and cheating and sliming one another and ripping everything off and defrauding. Now, it's interesting. I was talking to, uh, by email, I was communicating with the local county clerk in my county, Yuba. Her name is Terry Hansen. She's been there for many years. And so whenever I have a question, I just shoot her an email. And so I shot her an email because I was interested in when the next vote vote tally was going to be coming out regarding local elections here. And I said, also, I would like your opinion on the Dominion vote counting machine systems and whether or not we're using them here and what you think about them. Well, anyway, she sent me back 
a two-page news release by Dominion, the machine, the voting machine, the voting computer company, the software company, whatever they are. And basically, uh, she said, she sent me, she said, attached is this, uh, the news release. And then she put fake, fake news. She didn't mean Dominion was fake news. She meant anybody that disputed Dominion was fake news. Well, I read the news release. Then 24 hours later, she sent out another Dominion news release that was an updated release. I read both of them. Basically, what they're saying is they are clean gene. They don't have anything to do with the Clintons, the Pelosi's, the Schumer's, the Soros people. They don't have any work overseas. They are Americans. Da, 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 da. Well, that's just totally opposite of what some pretty reputable people are saying. For instance, the reputable people I'm referring to is Sidney Powell, who for 10 years was a federal prosecutor and just finished defending. Uh, uh, oh, I'll catch his name in a minute. I can't think of his name right now. Flynn, General Flynn. So Sidney Powell is saying that the uh, voting system is dirty. The Dominion system is dirty. And there's all kinds of ways to influence that system and and break into that system. The other attorney that is pretty interesting is Lynn, L-I-N, Wood. If you hear it said quickly, you think that's his last name, Lynn Wood. But it's Lynn Wood. And the interesting thing about Lynn Wood is he defended Richard Jewell, who was the the uh, security guard that found the bomb at the Olymp- Olymp- uh, Olympics in Atlanta, Georgia, and then eventually the FBI essentially framed him that he he actually planted it. Richard Jewell, Clint Eastwood just did a, a movie <clears throat> about him the last couple of years, and I've been trying to watch it, but I never get around to seeing it. But Linwood defended successfully defended Richard Jewell and the the Catholic young man, um, the teenager that was confronted by this liberal uh, Native American guy who beat a drum right in front of his face and the media attacked the young boy instead of the Indian guy. And so Lynn Wood just defend, just filed lawsuit against a number of the media that slandered uh, this, this guy, this kid. And, uh, and now the kid's, I think a millionaire over it. So Lynn Wood is also involved in this. And then there's a lady named Jenna Ellis, who's a senior legal advisor. Now, these people are saying, listen, we have corruption in our entire electoral process, and we have been using, the CIA has been using some of these same manipulative techniques to change elections in foreign countries. Now they're using it on our own people and probably have used it in the 2018 and the 2016 election. So uh, we have corruption big time in this country. But if you listen to the mainstream media, they're they're thinking, oh, it's just a bunch of hocus pocus. Don't listen to anything. And uh, so I want to I want to go over here and I just got this email. And and the title of it is what the fox? What the fox? F-O-X. In other words, Fox News, like a lot of us 20 years ago, 15 years ago, started this new new uh, news channel fox news became real attractive to conservatives and people are saying what happened to them now 
So it says if you regular because I'm, I'm talking about where you're getting your information. If you believe a lie, you live a lie. You're deceived. If you believe a lie, then you're going to be deceived. If you says if you regularly watch Fox News and have noticed something feels off with the election coverage, you're not wrong. Around a year ago, conservative political wonks turned off Fox News for good. The reason why has to do with the events that unfolded in 2019. And uh, and so it's talking about the change when Rupert Murdoch bought Fox News and he put his sons Lachlan and James in charge. I'm not going to read every word because I don't want to eat up too much time today. They're both very liberal guys. So eventually, just like two, you know, a a two, two leaders isn't going to run an operation. A two headed monster is a two headed monster. So uh, James, the more liberal of the two, opted to invest a large portion of, of his multi-billion dollar inheritance in liberal media ventures. So Lachlan took over and uh, he uh, was noted for donating to the Clinton Foundation. In other words, he's a liberal. It's OK. Uh, nothing wrong with that. So but he took over Fox News and he, he pushed O'Reilly out and then he began to make changes. Now, he, there is a difference between Fox News, the Fox business people and Fox News. So anyway, March 2019, <coughs> Fox News hired the Democratic National Committee chief Donna Brazil. If you ever remember her, she was the one who was a liar and took uh, the debate questions that she was going to be moderating the debate and and leaked them to Hillary Clinton against President Trump. She ended up getting fired by the DNC and CNN. Now they hire her at Fox News. Then they put Paul Ryan, who was a pussy. Uh, remember, he ran for, a, uh, he was on the, the ticket, the presidential ticket there for a while. And Paul Ryan, and from, I think, Minnesota or Wisconsin. Anyway, he's out of politics now, but they put him on the Fox Board of the Directors. That was bad. He was a never-Trumper, if you remember, when Trump came into power. Totally a pussy. So a month ago... Uh, Gingrich, Newt Gingrich was on the on the uh, Fox News and he began to talk about how George Soros was funding a lot of these Black Lives Matter and sending hundreds of millions of dollars into Black Lives Matter and Antifa and they cut his mic. And uh, so uh, now Janine Pirro, Judge Janine Pirro, host of uh, Justice with Janine, She's also she was going to do a a show on election fraud and she got her show suspended or I don't know whether she's completely fired or but she's been suspended before. And uh, so that's another deal. Now, the recent thing is Laura Ingram has been discussing how to graciously get along with the progressives. And uh, and you notice even uh, some of the other Tucker Carlson has not been talking much about the election fraud and neither has. Sean Hannity, there's just a change happening in the entire uh, in the entire the uh, news program. So uh, anyway, you remember they call, they they were the first station to call Arizona for Biden uh, very early in the election. So it, no big deal. I'm I'm not saying uh, they're Satan. I'm just saying they uh, they've changed. And so where are you going to get your news if you were used to getting your news there before? Because we've had all kinds of corruption and they they don't they no longer root out uh, corruption. So I'm just I'm just scanning down here. I want to get into the the beef of this. Um, 
because they they have been twisted and they are trying to when when people call things too early it it actually influences the rest of the country so uh, so it's it's the the author of this email said it's critical for us to combat the information war this means staying informed with real accurate news and sharing it with our friends families and neighbors the question is where are you going to get accurate news right because uh, we have in our church, we, we're putting out accurate news to our people all the time, but there's all kinds of baloney in other churches. And a lot of churches are just folded and just going along with deception, total deception. So it's not easy because, for instance, there's a move, if you notice, on all the social media platforms, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, um, Google, there is a move of People every day, I see friends of mine saying, I'm moving over here. I'm moving over there. This is my last time over here. I'm, I'm giving up Facebook. I'm moving over to uh, this other platform, okay? So, uh, and that's happening. I think it's going to continue to happen because the all the social media platforms have been fraudulently blocking conservative views and conservative statements at the expense of having the liberal statements go free. And, and the state, in other words, they've been biased against the, uh, and, and that's been known even by political uh, statistical experts uh, that have already testified before Congress after the last election. He said that he could see how the social media platforms could change 15 to 20 percent of the vote. And so now that's happening. So where are you going to get your information? Because if you can't get good information, you can't make good decisions. That's just a principle of life. If you can't get good information, you can't make a good decision without good information. We'll be right back. This is the end of our second clip. We'll be right back in a second. So yesterday I made a video asking if I was wrong by saying what we have to do in this country is take personal responsibility when it comes to the COVID pandemic and a lot of people agreed and then there were some people that said how dare you say such a thing knowing that black people are disproportionately affected by uh, the covid virus so it still comes out to personal responsibility like for me for example i know i'm predisposed diabetic right so what do i do i stay away from sugars and i make sure that i do a healthy diet and exercise uh, and make sure my daughter does the same because it's about life choices and your personal responsibility to make sure you remain healthy it's not up to the government. They're not going to stop you from getting COVID. You've got to take personal responsibility here. And I wish we could just get on the same page so that we can all be healthy and still enjoy our everyday lives uh, and allow people to go to school and go to work. Um, it's affecting 1% of our population, and that's not enough to shut down the economy. Sorry, not sorry. I never really thought I would see an America in which our basic civil rights and civil liberties were in serious uh, jeopardy. I'm talking here about the provisions in the Bill of Rights, the enumerated specified rights, the right to free speech, uh, the right to conscience or freedom of religion, uh, the right, of course, to own a gun, the Second Amendment, the right to assembly, uh, and the right to the right of privacy, the right against unreasonable search and seizure. But all of these rights have now been called into question and this is especially so under coronavirus. Coronavirus has been the pretext for running roughshod, particularly by Democratic mayors and governors, over these rights. 
Now, one of the justices of the Supreme Court, Samuel Alito, gave a talk at the Federalist Society where he addressed this problem. Laws giving an official so much discretion can, of course, be abused. And whatever one may think about the COVID restrictions, we surely don't want them to become a recurring feature after the pandemic has passed. Over the summer, the Supreme Court received two applications to stay COVID restrictions that blatantly discriminated against houses of worship, one from California, one from Nevada. In both cases, the court allowed the discrimination to stand. The only justification given was that we should defer to the judgment of the governors because they have the responsibility to safeguard the public health. Now, Alito here is completely correct. This coronavirus, in a sense, has produced a sort of wartime pretext. Uh, in wartime, governments have often decided that they can suspend basic rights because it's a state of emergency. Now, coronavirus isn't the same as war, but nevertheless, there is fear, and the fear is exploited politically by elected governments and elected representatives to say, okay, uh, you can't do this and you can't do that. And so Alito, I think, is unerringly correct that coronavirus has enabled these democratic leftists to do things that would otherwise be completely beyond the pale. And I think his fear is that this will now become normalized, that having taken advantage of people's fear and and uh, abridge these liberties, the continuation will persist even beyond the virus uh, itself. But I want to stress the importance here of the Supreme Court engaging not merely in speech, valuable though that is, but in what may be called speech acts. A speech act is, is a speech that changes things. Let me give you an example of what I mean. If you say to someone, I want to marry you, that is a speech. But if you're standing at the altar and you say, I do, that is a speech act because that act transforms, creates a legal transformation, if you will. And what I'm getting at here is that the Supreme Court is the custodian of those basic rights. The legislatures aren't. The Supreme Court has every right to strike down state laws and local laws and even federal laws that abridge basic constitutional liberties. It's not enough to say that the people are in favor of this. The Supreme Court is supposed to stand for these rights against the people themselves. And so my message to Alito and to the 6-3 or 5-4 majority at the Supreme Court is don't just talk to us about the dangers to our civil liberties. Do something, protect them. Well, it's knowing that your door is always open and your path is free to walk That makes me tend to leave my sleeping bag rolled up and stashed behind your couch All right, so I want to go on here and talk about information because I'm trying to prepare you to get good information so the, the question becomes where to find real news to share since Fox News has proven to become a turd in a tuxedo, the guy says. <clears throat> it's a good deal. It's time to switch to alternative news sources. So let me give you some examples uh, to get started. Here, are my, here, this one fellow says, this is my three 24-7 news channel picks to replace Fox. And that's the first one's O-A-N-N, O-A-N-N, One America News Network. <clears throat> You got it? 24-7 news channel. 
and so you can go to OANN.com and uh, or you could go on cable or satellite TV and and look it up, OANN, and you may have to subscribe or something like that. You can go to YouTube, archived and live streamed. You can get, get it on Apple TV, Roku, or Amazon's Fire TV. Uh, you can look at their schedule at OANN.com backslash schedule. So that they've got some great people on there. I've been watching some of the shows. The other one is Newsmax. And uh, I've been watching some of their people. I really like them. Uh, they're refreshing. And uh, some of them have been, been in the military. Uh, they're sharp people. So Newsmax TV, uh, news with MAX, 24-7 news, positioned to be the next conservative media giant. Um, let's see. Um uh, it delivers a wide range of programming, checks the facts. So NewsmaxTV.com, NewsmaxTV, N-E-W-S-M-A-X-TV.com. So you can get it on cable and satellite TV like DirecTV, Channel 349, Dish TV, Channel 216, Comcast, Xfinity, Channel 1115, 1115. So, um... You can also live stream it, uh, NewsmaxTV.com, on Roku, Pluto TV, Apple. In other words, just go. Just determine you're going to track that down and look. So then there's AVN, America's Voice News. America's Voice News. 24-7 news, strong programming lineup. Uh, they got lots of news programs and up, upping... Uh, Improving quality. So uh, on that America Voice News, you you can go. Some of the programs are National Pulse, Bannon's War Room. Remember Steve Bannon that was in the White House for a while? Steve Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, Bannon's War Room, etc. cetera. Um, so check that out. So there's three for you, okay? Uh, and I'm going to leave that and move on to the next thing here in just a second if I get scored away here. Uh, so I hope that gives you some alternatives. Listen, your life will change. Please don't watch mainstream news. I would drop Fox. I would drop all of them. They're just poison. It's just, it's just telling somebody, uh, it's raining while they're peeing on your boots. That's, that's what's going on. You're just getting punked the whole way through. So, uh, just, just decide that and move on. And, and a lot of the people, uh, I think they're my friends are I think it's MeWe M E W E uh, instead of Facebook. There's some people are going to Parlor instead of Twitter. So there are all kinds of alternatives. It's the it's I know the change is awkward, but it's the time to move on, folks. It's time this is a changing time. You need to stay with the stay with the flow. You need to get on the bus. Get on the bus and get on the move. So it's time to change. I was just talking about Epoch Times. I get it. I've, I've told other people about it. A friend back in Missouri used to live here. He said, hey, Lou, I subscribe to Epoch Times. My friend Dr. Cassidy, just he, he's been reading it. You need to stay informed. The old, the old passive ways of coming home and clicking on the tube, I'm telling you, it's like pouring chemical in your body. It's like pouring poison in your body. It's just bad news, bad news, bad news. All right, let me get back to my list here and see where we are. Now, listen, Gavin Newsom, 
There's a guy named Sabo. He's a uh, kind of a professional. Uh, uh, what do you call him? He's not a graffiti artist, but he's a uh, kind of a guerrilla warfare guy. Not a gorilla like an animal, but guerrilla warfare and uh, using the media. And so he posts posters down in Los Angeles area, and he put a poster up a while back called Psycho Governor or Governor Psycho. And that's what we have is a governor that has lost his ever-loving mind. And so uh, we have a chance to recall him. Now, listen, I, I know if you listen to this regularly, this show, you think, geez, Lou, I'm getting sick and tired of this recall governor. I am too. Let's just recall him and be done with it. So, unfortunately, I don't know out there who who's involved in the recall and who isn't. I know a lot of you don't even live in California anymore. You made your decision by leaving. And I no problem. It's a big world out there. So it's, I'm okay. But you that are around here, and maybe you've signed, but please, if you have signed, go get another petition. Go to recallgavin2020.com. And um, please uh, download that, download a petition, and go get 5 or 10 or 20 more signatures and send them in. Please do that, recallgavin2020.com. Or if you just want to go pick them up somewhere, uh, you can go to Monty Hecker's Elite Universal Security and at 5548 Feather River Boulevard. He's open every single day. They make it very easy to work with. You just get the petition, take it to your friends, take it to work, take it to wherever you hang out, take it to the gym, get people to, that, that bring up, oh, this is, this, this is terrible what we're doing here in the state. Said, okay, fine, let's switch governors. Let's do this. So 5548 Feather River Boulevard, that's Elite Universal Security. Get Get some signatures if you see any of these pop-up uh, tents that, and they got a recall governor, uh, Newsom, they got a do it yourself packet where they give you how to fill out the form, uh, how to, how to do the whole thing. It's all in one little packet. Very simple. Get your friends to sign it. And let's, we need, we need about 700,000 signatures and we have till, uh, the state deadline is March 17th, but they want to get everything in by March 10th so they can look them over and, and toss bad ones, et cetera, et cetera. So, so that's the recall. Uh, that's the recall scoop, okay? All right, I'm just getting down here a little, a little farther so I can uh, see where we're going. Now, uh, we're in a battle, if if you have just been going through life, no big deal. Oh, I don't feel like we're in a battle. Well, you, actually, the government could change hands, and you, you would just know when they came and took your stuff, like or came and showed up at your door and wanted to in, in, vaccinate your kid or whatever, whatever. So uh, I'm going to tell you here that uh, the boards of supervisors in Eubin Sutter County are ten pussies. The ten pussies. And they are not standing up for anything but their own self. So every every month they get paid like clockwork. They get tuna sandwich money. They get coffee money. They get gas money. And then they get salaries. And uh, and so there's no incentive 
for them to do anything different than do whatever Governor Newsom wants them to do. They're little prostitutes. You wonder, how come a gal gets into prostitution? No different than politics. You think, how come a gal just go over and screw everybody for money? No different than politics. Guys are getting screwed all the time and in, in screwing other people for money. It's, it's just what they do. And, and they got, they're not, they say, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm representing my constituents. No, they aren't. No, they aren't. They're letting, do you realize right now that there are hundreds of thousands of people that have gone out of business because of this COVID thing that didn't have to? They just shut them down. They shut them down. And they threatened them. If you had a liquor license or you had any kind of state license, they just come in and just shut you down. And so what's going on here, uh, uh, if you are not clued in on what's going on, uh, you're going to get punked big time. And the ultimate end of it is they're taking your assets. They're going to control you. They're going to they're going to put limitations on what you can do if you don't follow their directions explicitly. They're going to put the hammer on you. You say, oh, that's ridiculous. Just talk to me about masks. Talk to me about how many of you are aware. I, I ran into a supervisor in the grocery store. And I was the only one in the grocery store didn't have a mask. I ran into him, so he wanted to talk. I said, why are you wearing a damn mask? I did it right in the aisle. I said, I confronted him. How come you're wearing that damn mask? Well, you know, everybody just kind of harasses you. See that? We have a leader that is supposed to be leading our communities that is folded to the belief that you can put a bit of cotton across your face and stop from getting sick. That is total nutso. You know, that's like believing that the the moon is made of cheese or that the sun rotates around the earth. It's unbelievably stupid. And yet they are using that to to begin to get compliance at every level. And people tell me that watch watching regular news on TV or watching TV programs. They say, Lou, every time there's a break in the action and they have a have any kind of advertisement i see it on on the uh the computer as well you know wear a mask wear a mask put you know protect your fellow man be kind to people wear a mask wear a mask it's baloney there's nothing if you find a doctor saying that quit the doctor he's a quack they these are liars these are totalitarian these are these are little communists is what they are so right now we got Finally, we got Gavin, uh, not Gavin, but we have uh, James Gallagher that's finally standing up. And uh, at, well, actually, let me back up. That's not true. He stood up and he took on uh, Governor Newsom on Governor Newsom just taking over the state and uh, putting the legislature on pause. And they got an injunction against the governor. Right now. Now, Gallagher, if I can find it here. Uh, He says this, James Gallagher. He says the governor and state bureaucrats can color code counties and change rules as they go. But the basics remain the same. We are all free people who can exercise our freedom responsibly, says James Gallagher. Uh, So and then he goes on to say the government can only take what you let them take. I don't think you should close your business, your school, or your church. I would encourage you to keep them open. I don't think you need to cancel Thanksgiving. 
You are all responsible adults, and you can decide what risks are acceptable for you and your family. Be considerate. Recognize that we are seeing another increase in cases. It is not because some restaurants have been opened. It's because that is what viruses do. Thank you, James. In order to limit the spread, do your best to keep up on washing your hands, keeping distance, wearing a facial covering. I don't agree with that. When you, when you, it says when you can't, it's actually a typo. He should have just left that out. That lost a lot of credibility. We can and will overcome this as a free society. You know something? Every virus and every flu that's ever come on this earth has come to pass. Do you know that? And we didn't have Governor Newsom. We didn't have a vaccine, and we didn't have we didn't have the dictator, Doctor Kukalu. We didn't have her, and so. But what we have is an assemblyman. Thank God, somebody has stood up that has some kind of political authority, and says, "Be normal, just be normal human beings. If you don't feel well, take it easy. Go to the doctor and get treated. Relax. Don't infect other people. Right." So the governor has said he wants a curfew. He wants this and he wants that. And so uh, let me see if this, let me, here's another state. Here's another deal that Gallagher said. An arbitrary curfew that, first of all, he was talking about shutdowns, Gallagher. Now he's talking to Assemblyman Gallagher for our area, Assembly District Number 3. He says an arbitrary curfew will only further decimate struggling businesses that are already facing some of the toughest hurdles in the country after the governor moved over 90% of California to the purple tier, prohibiting restaurants, gyms, theaters, and churches from operating indoors while severely restricting capacity and other sectors. He goes on, the governor likes to tout that his actions are scientifically driven, but evidence simply does not support such drastic actions limiting people's freedom. The virus does not suddenly come out at night, and there is little evidence that shifting businesses' operating hours has any impact. Quote, None of these orders matter unless Californians buy in and change their behavior. The better policy to respond to this spike in cases is to call on all Californians to step up and make responsible choices. Da, 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 da. A, curfew under, a curfew undermines this people's faith that the guidelines are science-driven. <clears throat> Listen, this Dr. Lou is a quack. Our health officer, Dr. I call her Kukaloo. Because she's a kook. She's a total kook. And she has got those 10 supervisors by the short hairs. And they're trying trying to run their lives. It's unbelievable. She is getting away with murder. Uh, and literally murder. She At some point, is anybody going to take responsibility for people hanging themselves and shooting themselves? And uh, poisoning themselves and overdosing and all that? As a result of this COVID thing? Or are we just going to let them kill all those people because they're killing more than COVID is? Hello? Uh, so uh, let me back up here. And uh, so Dr. Lou is wanting everybody to, like, shuck it down to the cob and you just have dinner with your honey on this Thanksgiving. I say screw all that. Just go out there and have a good time and enjoy yourself. And the best thing we can do 
If you want to enjoy American freedom, it's just ignore everything that Gavin Newsom and Dr. Kukaloo is saying. They're all Nazi communist type people. And I'll tell you that while um, uh, while you're trying to obey all these rules, do you know that Gavin Newsom, you probably have seen it. It's been everywhere now. There's one of the most expensive restaurants in California is called the French Laundry over in Napa. And not only did the governor go over there and violate all the rules he set up, he did not have a mask. Nobody kept social distance. They were sitting shoulder to shoulder in this restaurant. They lied and told the public that they were outdoors. They were not outdoors. They were inside, walls all around them, glass walls, sheetrocked walls, chandeliers, carpet. They were indoors eating. They had a dozen or so people from all kinds of family. They weren't all their family. They were all different families meeting together. They ate, and he he goes on, and do, he does an apology that isn't really apology. It's like, oh, well, you know, I made a little mistake. Honestly, man, what a total jerk. This guy, I, if I was his wife, I wouldn't trust him at all. The guy's a pervert, just a total pervert and a jerk. In fact, did you know that he was screwing his— uh, uh, the governor was screwing his uh, head of staff, chief of staff. He was screwing that guy's wife. Unbelievable. This guy is such a loser. And we got him as governor and he's lying to us. He goes over and parties. You know who he was partying with? These guys are the head of the medical associations of California. Now, you would think if these guys are really science dialed in, man. And these guys are so scared to death of COVID. These are the top medical people. You, you hear what I'm saying? These like are lobbyists and top medical people. And none of them wearing masks. And all of them just dining over there, 300 and some dollar a plate. I, I don't even mind them going up $300 a plate. I never ate at such a place. I'm happy eating a burger. And for a couple bucks, it's, I'm good with that. And I'm not I'm not jealous of them having no fancy meals or getting to go over there. No problem. What I got a problem with, it shows that this whole thing is BS that they're shoving down our throat. It's just comp it's just total BS. And their excuses and nonsense is just it just shows they don't believe in it. In fact, Tom McClintock, who is a, a congressman from uh, El Dorado County, I think. And, and a number of other counties, he stood on the floor and he complimented Gavin Newsom on doing that, showing on how we should be addressing COVID. In other words, ignoring it. Just wash your hands. Don't touch your face as much. Get your immune system all jacked up and healthy and live life. That's what Gavin and his wife were doing with a bunch of their friends. You know, why should we attack him for living? Un That's normal. What he was doing the other day was normal. But all these leaders, like, did you know that a bunch of assemblymen and senators got a paid-for trip to Hawaii? That You know, we're not supposed to be traveling, right? But all of them said, oh, well, we're so important that to, to embellish good government, we're all going to Hawaii, paid for by lobbyists, so we can talk about how to have good government. These people, I'm telling you, they will screw you every chance they get. We're going to take a third break here, and then we're going to get into our fourth segment in a second. Hang tight, and I got some good clips for you. Be right back. Like. 
So if we're all getting the same amount, but you started out back there and I started out over here, we can get the same amount, but you're still going to be that far back behind me. Well, this is one of any number of one-factor explanations as to why everyone isn't, doesn't have the same outcome. A uh, hundred years ago, it was genetics. Uh, at other times and places, it was uh, exploitation. But again, these are ideas that sound plausible. But when you do a research, you discover that everywhere you turn, there are a thousand reasons why people don't turn out the same. It goes right down to the family. Uh, in the first uh, chapter of this book, I point out that the firstborn uh, has higher IQs than his, his uh, siblings. And, and, and later life earned, has more achievements. Uh, among astronauts, for example, of the 29 astronauts in the Apollo program that put a man on the moon, 22 were either the firstborn or an only child. Now, if you can't get equality among people born to the same parents and raised under the same roof, why in the world would you think you're going to get it among people who've had such different histories and cultures uh, around the world? Almost nowhere anywhere in the world or in any period of history do you find any society in which groups that compete uh, openly end up with the same results. You continue to hear politicians using statistics, uh, sort of cherry-picking statistics in order to form economic policies where the government gets directly involved. They, they always do it under the guise of social justice. Uh, it seems like anything that, that is, is led by the phrase social justice can be ex ex accepted by these people. Yes, and I guess one of the crucial assumptions of the social justice literature is that in the absence of, of bias, people would be, uh, would be similar. But they're not similar. They're not demographically similar. I mean, for example, the, the median age of uh, Jewish Americans, Mormons, and, and Japanese Americans is around 50. There's no way they're going to be equally represented in proportion to their proportion of, of, of the society in the National Football League. I mean, 50-year-olds are not going to be able to compete with people in their 20s. I can come up with umpteen different examples of this, this, uh, disparities in various situations, including situations where it is not possible for it to be either discrimination or, uh, or, or genetics. People on the other side cannot give you one example. You can read reams of paper by advocates of social justice and not find one example anywhere in the world. There are people who have done international studies. Braudel, I quote, the French the uh, historian. historian. He said, in no society has all, all parts of the uh, uh, population had the same outcome. It's about giving people the resources and the support they need so that everyone can be on equal footing and then compete on equal footing. Equitable treatment means we all end up at the same place. 
are goals like economic equality or economic opportunity, uh, racial equality, are those good goals for a, a nation? If you mean by equality, equality of opportunity, yes. If you mean any belief that you're going to get the same end results, the answer is no. Uh, what those kinds of goals do is simply tear a society apart, often making all the groups in it worse off than they would have been otherwise. Uh, it's sad, uh, affirmative action in academia, academia, for example, takes minority students and mismatches them with institutions. For example, when I was at Cornell, the average black student enrolled at Cornell at that time scored at the 75th percentile on the SATs. The average white student in liberal arts at Cornell at that time scored at the 99th percentile. Half the black students were on academic probation. In other words, you had kids who would have been on the dean's list at most of the colleges in this country, but they were sent to colleges where they were virtually guaranteed not to make it. When you talk about cosmic justice mm -hmm. in intellectuals and race, what do you mean by that? I guess I mean what some people mean by so social justice, uh, which is, which is uh, justice for groups, uh, uh, an initial um, opportunity to have, to have the same life chances. Uh, but uh, I call it cosmic justice because no society is able to do that or has ever done that in any country. Uh, and so what you're asking for is uh, for the whole for life chances to be the same. When you think of all the differences, it's virtually impossible. Uh, you know, some kids are maybe raised in families that are the same economic level, but one family will have one set of attitudes toward education and the, and the other will not. And the one who's in the, in the family that does not have that same attitude, he may be a fine fellow, he may be bright, all of that. He doesn't have the same chance. There's almost no way he could have the same chance. Why is, is this misused? Is it because uh, so often these statistics, in order to force these economic policies that don't work, is it because politicians uh, extend their term in office? Is it because of the... Uh, the, the poverty industry, if you will, that, that uh, exists. What, what do you think motivates people to, to do these things that clearly are not benefiting our society or our economy? Well, these are things that are benefiting them. Politicians stay in office uh, by, by saying things that people want to hear uh, and by not accepting evidence that shows that they've gone wrong. So what we got going on here is uh, we have, uh, you know, and I, I actually don't have a, a bone of jealousy in my body, but we have these uh, politicians who are making $150,000 a year when you add in the per diem and everything. So the Independent Voter Project, it's a group of lobbyists, and they have uh, they've gathered politicians from california texas and washington they bring them to hawaii and it's take takes place at the fairmont k lani in maui and the rooms run like six hundred dollars and more per night right 
And I, I don't, I'm fine with that. If somebody wants to pay $600 or even it's a gift is a gift to them, right? It's okay. I'm, I'm okay with it. My problem is, is I thought, I thought it was too dangerous to travel. That's all. I thought it was too dangerous to travel and mix it up and not wear masks and uh, to go over in Hawaii and kick back. And everybody knows, everybody knows with a wink and a nod that nothing really gets done over there. It's just paying these people to, to come over there and exchange DNA. Each of them, they each kiss each other's ass and uh, kiss up to each other. And then they, then they owe them stuff. So, um, the, the news of this event just came days after the California Department of Public Health issued a travel advisory urging residents to stay home and not to leave their region. And then we had these guys flying, not only leaving their region, they left the state and flew five hours across the ocean to get over to Maui. Now, I don't blame them uh, for enjoying going to Hawaii. I'm just saying, why are they telling me I shouldn't go, right? If I want to go, I'll go, right? So it says Californians are encouraged to stay home this, or in their region and avoid non-essential travel. It's not essential travel for those to fly over there to Fairmont. To avoid non-essential travel to other states or countries. Avoid travel. Avoiding travel can reduce the risk of virus transmission. Now, if they really loved us, if Gavin really loved us, if these politicians really loved us, they would not, they would not cause us to get COVID because they're violating all the rules meeting with too many people, people of different bloodlines, uh, sandwich like sardines in a plane, like in a Petri dish for five or six hours. Right. So it says avoid travel, avoiding travel can reduce the risk of virus transmission and bring the virus back to California. Then how come they're going? If this thing is so damned difficult and so contagious and so it's a killer. It's a damn killer, this whole virus, coronavirus. It's just going to kill you. It's going to kill your people. It's going to kill your kids. Then how come you're flying to Hawaii and partying and knocking down cocktails and and yucking it up over there? I thought we were I thought you were serving us. I thought you loved us and everything. We're just constituents. It also recommends people returning to California to quarantine for 14 days after travel. I thought you people sitting over there in Sacramento, some of some of us, oh, we ought to ride in there on Harleys and just come up there in your big offices and just jack slapped a bunch of you. I mean, you're liars, you're cheats, you're hypocrites, you're frauds, you're you specialize in punking people and molesting people and taking people's livelihood from them, shutting their little businesses down, telling them they can't sell a beer with their hamburger because you you got rights telling you these people are devious you know then people you know i love this photo somebody took this photo uh, they didn't take the photo but they copied it it's a photo of during world war ii where there's just thousands and thousands as far as you can see germans in uniform standing looking up raising their right arm pointed up to the sky like heil hitler right and then underneath it, there's all these people today. It's a today photo. All these people wearing masks in obedience 
The mass does nothing. If it does anything, it's harmful for your health. But all these people are like, just a planet. You're going to, you're going to, you don't care about me. You don't wear a mask. You're going to infect me. I already had COVID. I, I had a bad headache and I got sneezed and I, I had this and I had a cough. And now I'm going to get, you're, you're not wearing a mask. I had a gal tell me that. I went off this check cashing place where I normally send money to Vietnam. She went off on me. There's a thick plexiglass thing between me and her, and she's back there with a mask. Holy mackerel. And she's telling me at the end, if you don't wear a mask the next time, I'm not going to serve you. And I said, I said, well, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to wear a mask, and not only that, I'm going to sue your company, and they're, I'm going to have them buy me an automobile. How about that, partner? And uh, so now, but my friend told me that just across the street from me over here at Walgreens, I can just go over there and they'll, they'll serve me without a mask and they'll send my money to Vietnam for me right from Walgreens. Just a, I, I could walk over there. So I thought, dude, you just, you know, but, you know, people don't care whether they lose any business today. They don't give a rip. They, they don't give a, they don't give a care whether you drop dead. There is no customer service. They just thought, you, you know, they'll just say, oh, you don't wear a mask. You don't comply. You don't wear the uniform. Screw you. We're not going to serve you. It's just un- incredibly. But the the big shots, they don't have to wear a mask. They just wear the mask for the photo op. And then, like Dr. Lou, she'll go on the little YouTube, and the little pussy that works for her, little pussies, they, they print something on there. The reason Dr. Lou not wearing a mask right now, because she is, like, honoring the six-foot separation. You know where they got that six-foot separation? That's prisoner of war uh, torture stuff. It has nothing to do with it has nothing to do with keeping you from getting a bug for God's sake. It has everything to do with mental manipulation, everything to do with control and manipulation and preparing you for the next thing they're going to ask for you. What do you think next? Let's see. Six feet apart. Don't leave your house unless it's really an emergency or only under these reasons. Uh, Let's see. What was the other one? Wear the mask, right? It's going to be, this is only the beginning. It's to erode your freedom and to get you used to obeying the state, right? It's no different than breaking a horse, right? Breaking a horse to make it domesticated. So, okay, so I did the the deal. Let me, uh, oh, I want to talk about bait and switch here in a minute. Let's see where we are. Oh, I want a couple announcements here. uh, Then I'll talk about some of the people that support us. I want to mention to you that the Freedom Angels, if you're still using Facebook, connect with Freedom Angels 2.0. They had, they used to be just Freedom Angels. Now they've changed to Freedom Angels 2.0. Freedom Angels is announced. The reason you need to connect with them, whether you go to eventually connect with their website or whatever, these are activists. Remember I said get on the right news channels, and then you need to find who your activists are. So uh, Freedom Angels 2.0, they are announcing on their website or on their Facebook site, uh, all up and down the state and even in the United States now, uh, uh protests that are going to be going on at your health departments, at your boards of supervisors meetings, and at the state capitol. Now, on November 28th at noon on the on the west side of the state capitol, there's going to be an anti-lockdown and anti-fraud 
protest, right? Anti-lockdown, that's what we have now, and anti-voting fraud protest, a demonstration at the the, the, uh, Capitol in Sacramento, California, on the west side. There's plenty of parking. On Saturdays, you can park on at meters. There's uh, there's also multi-level parking. It's really cheap, really easy. They'll have probably some porta potties down there. They usually have porta potties, and and if you uh, you, I usually just bring a couple bottles of water, but they usually have water for sale down there. Um, so it, it'll be fun. Uh, put on your war paint. Make some signs. Make the cool the coolest signs are the homemade ones. Make some signs, stick them on the side of your car when you get there, <clears throat> but uh, bring the signs, bring, uh, you know, bring American flags, Trump flags, uh, protect the blue line flags, you know, the cop flags, uh, you know, list, it'll be festive and they'll have speakers there. We need to stand up and, and stand up for freedom. That's what we're standing up for. Freedom. We're standing up against fraud, against the lockdown. This is a takeover, folks. It is not about a virus. They just chose the virus to piggyback on to take away our freedom. That's that's a, this is no big deal. And almost everyone that's dying of this virus, you know, if if ever a child uh, dies, which is rarer than finding a a stork with a baby in its mouth, <clears throat> they'll make a big deal. Oh yeah, we had a two year old die. They don't tell you the rest of the story. Maybe the kid was full of cancer or whatever. The fact is almost everyone that's dying is 75 and older or or dot or or had compromising issues like falling off a ladder and and breaking its neck or getting hit on a motorcycle, right? These people are such liars and such traitors to the United States of America. These people are treasonous traitors. This is not about just, oh, well, she just didn't know that masks didn't work. No, 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 no. She's trained by the Soros family, Dr. Kukulu, trained by the Soros family. She's devious. She's corrupt. She needs to be taken out, tried, and shot with the rest of them. Listen, you think, oh, Lou, you're just overreacting. I ain't not. The police don't overreact when people get killed. When people call say, you know, somebody shot my shot my friend. Somebody poisoned my friend. Somebody hung my friend. Somebody did this to my friend. Somebody stole my car. Somebody did this. Police come out, arrest them. You know what they do? They turn over the DNA, prosecute them. That's what the Nuremberg trials are about. Well, what do you do if there's a war? Do you ever prosecute people on a war? Or is it just ollie ollie auction free? You get to shoot whoever you want, rape whoever you want, steal whoever you want, torture whoever you want, and get away with it? Nope. Nuremberg tries held people held people responsible. You know what people said? Just the same thing, just like when I go to Sam's Club, which I hardly go to anymore because I don't like all the hassle, even though I never wear a mask. They stay the poor Sam's employee. I feel sorry for them every go. They stand like a statue by the door and they're holding a box of a mask and they'll say, hey, you got to wear a mask. I said, no, thank you. And I just keep walking. My friend said somebody was chasing him through the store the other day. I don't know if it was Walmart or Sam's. She said, no, thanks. I'm not going to wear that. <clears throat> and uh, but the person, you know, they're just people trying to make a living, paying their bills, trying to keep their kids out of trouble, trying to keep their trying to figure out how to educate their kids. And everybody just becomes a domino in the system. Just knock one down. The other one knocks down. The next one knocks down. The next one knocks down. Everything affects everybody. 
and that's how they take over the entire country. People just, no one's saying no because they're going to lose something by saying no. Me, I'm too independent. They can shoot me. They can lock me up. If they lock me up locally, I'm good because I got a lot of friends in jail right now. But uh, but if they sent me somewhere else just to be gnarly about it, that would be, I, I think I could still adjust. But they can't take away my income, right? But I feel bad for all these people that are working by the hour or by the deal. And they'll say, you know, you either, you either push these masks on people, even though I know they don't work. Well, I'll agree they don't work. We just got to all go along with this. Why do we have to all go along with it? Let's just all stand up, say to hell with you people. You're nuts. You're nuts. You're not taking my freedom. Don't come to my house. I had to tell, I've told people before, don't even come by my house and bring your crap, the, the nonsense crap to me. Don't even stop me and try to put a mask on me, right? Or bring, in fact, I talked to a guy's ex-law enforcement. And uh, he said to me, he says, the people that try to vaccinate my family come to my house, they'll be the last time they ever try to vaccinate them, but I will blow them completely off my front porch with weapons. I'm telling you people, uh, either we're going to take a stand on this deal or we're going to be communists. That. This this thing is not about vaccines. This thing is not about COVID. This thing is about e an eroding of the basic principles of our Constitution. That's why that the Democrats don't give a rat's ass about the Constitution. They don't care a bit about it. They don't they don't worry about violating it. They aren't going to uphold it. Uh, they don't. It's just whoever gets control of the power, and we're going to lose everything if you don't get it. You better get on Hillsdale College. You better go to one of these constitutional websites, Chris Ann Hall, the Macaulay's Institute on the Constitution. You better do a quick study. You better take some methamphetamine so you can study 24 hours a day because you better get with it or you're going to be so far behind. You, if you're staying on the stupid channels over here where they're, they're just pouring crap down your throat left and right and you're filling you full of a bunch of garbage, you're in deep trouble. You were in deep, deep trouble. You don't know how to stand up for yourself. My friend, when I heard that my friend Randy Mitchell at Uppercuts Barbershop stood up against the police and said, I am not going to, you know, and the police got all up in arms, like, hey, he got all gnarly with him. Well, to hell, yeah, I would get all gnarly if he, it's like the police all get paid no matter what goes down the police, right? I'm, I'm for the police. But some of my police friends got all upset with my friend Randy, right? Because he got gnarly with them at the front door. Because why? Because he has three children he's supporting. And if he goes home, there ain't no money coming home. And he's at home, no money's being made at home. And he said, I'm not closing down. If you want to lock me up, he just took his stuff out of his pockets. He put his hands forward and said, hook me up, dude. Lock me up because I am not going home. This shop is staying open. They fined him $1,000, right? They wrote him a, their, a citation. Then they panicked because they thought if more people do this, then the whole thing breaks down. So then they, the Clint Curry, who claims to be a Christian, he's a big old fat liar, Clint Curry. Remember that name, Clint Curry. He is a liar. He goes to church, but he is not a Christian person. He's a faker. He's a poser. And so he said in private, although they leaked it to me, to some leaders in Yuba County, that I can, he suggested that he would cut Randy's power and his water off to shut his business down. Do you, 
people, that is Nazi. That's communism right there. This guy, Clint Curry, served in the military. His dad fought in, in Vietnam during the Vietnam War. His father was a judge. He's an embarrassment to the Curry family, Clint Curry. He's an embarrassment to the family. He is a He does not deserve to have citizenship in the United States of America. I don't care whether he served in the military. To threaten to take away the power and water off a hardworking American, that's disgusting. He's locking people up for less, for less egregious crimes than what he just threatened to commit. So Randy Mitchell says, you can do whatever you want with me, dude. I am going to work. He called, he talked to the cosmetology board in Sacramento and said, listen, not only am I not obeying you, Take my name off the list. I am not paying your license. My my shop is not going to be a licensed shop anymore. I am withdrawing from licenses. I am not going to I am I can cut hair without a barber's license. Listen people, the licensing system in the state of California is BS. We don't have better uh, business people because we have state licenses. There's lots of ways if you don't feel like somebody treated you right, you could you can get recourse in the courts. The government just uses that to control you. And so Randy Mitchell, thank God for him. And other, my other friend Mercedes at the uh, Beyond Appearance down there on D Street did the same thing. She just said, I'm not closing up and posted her constitutional rights right on the front door of her business and, and, and warned the government about coming in. Now, listen. We can, these government officials think that they are immune to personal liability. I'm telling you what, if we can't get at them in court, I'll take them down personally. I'll thrash their buildings. I'll thrash their house. When this thing goes down in the streets, I'm telling you all holds, all holds barred. And you know, and this thing gets funky, you think working for the government, you're protected. I'm telling you, you better be careful about what you do to people because it's coming back. It, you're not going to be safe. You're, you're not going to be able to have the sheriff's department protect you. You do people dirty. Like I had a friend the other day that tried to, she just, uh, my friend Sandra Harrison, she had a, a deal closing in real estate and tried to get it recorded at the Sutter County Records Office, and they closed because somebody tested positive. Who cares whether they tested positive for COVID? That doesn't mean the whole office shuts down. Here, the supervisors are supposed to be watching out for us, and so she couldn't close her deal. And they said, well, we don't know when we're going to open up. Finally, they did open up today, and I guess they, they closed their deal. But you try to you start messing around with people's livelihood like that? Because I talked to her and her husband last night and said, I've had two people say, let's file a class action lawsuit against this, these governments. I'm totally for it. Nevada County just filed a 35-page federal lawsuit starting with Newsom all the way down to th these government employees. You think you're going to get defended by the government? I'm telling you, people will come. People, we know where people live. Are you kidding me? You destroy people's lives. You screw people's kids over in education. You botch them. You make them wear a mask. You freak them out. You treat them like a... Have you been to the schools? Have you seen them? They're like concentration camps. You go in them classrooms, six feet apart. You're surrounded by plexiglass. They just as well be in the Yuba County Jail. You think you're... You, you government employees think you're going to be immune to this? You're going to get screwed over this thing. You keep it up, party's going to be over. We'll be right back, and uh, we'll pick up Section 5. You can run on 
My fellow Americans, I stand here with all that feel as I do, disgusted with this lie that Biden has been chosen. As if we all don't know the truth. And when one tries to deceive, we know that one can't get away with it. There will be a price to pay. The ones who are jumping for joy now are jumping toward the horror they will be in for. Because I know that the promises being made from the left to the American people will never come to be. My friends of all colors, races, and religions, this is now our greatest fight since the Civil War. The battle of righteousness versus Satan. Yes, Satan. Because these leftists are evil, corrupt, and they want to tear down this nation. We must not allow this. We must fight this corruption that has taken over and fight for the good that seems lost. Let us give our trust to God and fight now for Trump's victory because we all know this ballot count is corruption like they are. So let us not back down. Let us fight this fight as if it is our last fight on earth. As Muhammad Ali said, it's not over till the last punch you have. God bless. Founding father and father of the American Revolution, Samuel Adams, exhorted Americans to Let each citizen remember at the moment he is offering his vote that he is not making a present or a compliment to please an individual, or at least that he ought not so to do, but that he is executing one of the most solemn trusts in human society for which he is accountable to God and his country. Voting is a big deal. And the casting, counting, and declaring of a victor ought never to be taken lightly. Improper actions concerning the declaration of president have stemmed from numerous entities, among which is the media. In a premature calling, the media has convinced the populace by declaring the winner of the 2020 election to be Joe Biden. I have been a student of American history and the American Constitutional Republic for more than a decade, and I have yet to put my finger on the clause in the Constitution that grants television executives the power to declare who will be the next president. While there is, in fact, a constitutional process for electing a president, that process does not involve media pundits, popularity polls, or network projections. The media has no power to declare anyone to be president-elect. In fact, until electoral ballots are certified, there is no president-elect because there has been no election. This is one of those inconvenient truths that the talking heads are struggling to both ignore and at the same time to explain away. That a decision so important is not actually in their control seems to rattle them 
And with every day that goes by without a concession by the president, their rhetoric becomes increasingly screechy. The journalistic reputation of Fox News has suffered significantly due to election projections that were inconsistent. And with the notable exception of Tucker Carlson, Fox's follow-up coverage has minimized voting irregularities, which are massively consequential and must be fully investigated. Founding father and second president John Adams cautioned his countrymen, If an election is to be determined by a majority of a single vote, and that can be procured by a party through artifice or corruption, the government may be the choice of a party for its own ends, not of the nation for the national good. Given the violent and ugly behavior of partisan leftists during the last four years against both the office of the president and the man who occupied it, their calls for unity, concession, and compliant transition of powers are laughable and absurd. The inept actions of the media and those who would view it as an authority has given way to the abandonment of the one thing that has always been reliable for America, the constitutional process. After all, every individual charged with the preservation of the rights of Americans has sworn an oath to Almighty God to obey this constitution. This election process will have an end, and the election will be over in the very near future. Do not look to the media for the truth. Trust in the Constitution. After all, it has been the bastion for American liberty for the past two and a half centuries and will continue in this duty as long as it remains acknowledged the supreme law of the land. This is Jake McCauley with the Institute on the Constitution, bringing you the American view. Thank you for watching our weekly commentary on the Constitution. Now you can join us in our mission to restore the Constitutional Republic through grassroots education by praying. We covet your prayers. You can study our materials. You can purchase courses and materials on our store or become a member and get all of our content online at instituteontheconstitution.com. Lastly, you can share. Share your knowledge. Share our content. Teach our courses in your homes and community. We can provide the materials, the facts, and the support, but we need you to be the hands and feet of this movement. God bless you, and thank you. All right. Well, I want to give a uh, uh, attaboys to some some guys that uh, some of you that know what I'm going to say right now because there's I have a few people that keep me going, and what I mean by that is that it costs money to do this, and uh, they help me pay for the costs of of uh, putting this show uh, on the internet. And uh, doing all the technical parts, which I'm not able to do. I don't know how to do all the technical parts, so I have to get some assistance from Tanner Martis down in Texas. And uh, also, we have to pay for the services of these different uh, hosting uh, sites that keep us going. So uh, one of the groups, I got three main supporters that help us, and then I've got some individuals that help us uh, here and there. And Elite Universal Security has been an annual supporter of, of this uh, show. 
And I want to give a shout out to Monty Hecker at Elite Universal Security. Monty's a patriot, as you've you've heard me say over and over again. Uh, he he hires people that are need some help, and he gets them going, gets them a good job. Dispatchers, guards. He has a security service up and down Northern California, and uh, he serves all kinds of people. Serves the private sector, serves businesses, serves farmers, serves government. Uh, but he is a, a honest guy, does a good job, and uh, located here in Yuba County, but serves all the way from South Sacramento County all the way up to the Oregon border. So you can reach him at 530-749-0280 or just Google Elite Universal Security. You, if you want to get involved in any, any of these political campaigns, like the uh, recall Gavin, it's 5548 Feather River Boulevard. It's right off uh, I, uh, Highway 70 Freeway. Just a few mile, few miles south of Marysville, and few minutes south of Marysville. So you can go on his website. Uh, there's a school website, api-academy.com. Api-academy. They get all kinds of classes. You think, oh, I, I might like to be a guard. In fact, some of the guards that I I first met that were guards at say Adventist Hospital or from for Monty ended up going being involved in law enforcement. In fact, one is up at Gridley Police Department right now. I met him at the hospital years ago and he was a reserve at Marysville. So, uh, if you want to get into law enforcement, Monty's can help you do that and you could he could start putting you through classes out there and and work you at the same time. So, um check it out if you also want to get a uh, concealed weapon permit, they can help you with that as well as well as getting pepper spray training. Uh, hand handcuff training, all kinds, taser certify, certification, de-escalation of force, uh, annual security guard training. They got it. So uh, they got Butte County, Yuba County, Sutter County, Shasta County, Sacramento County. They got people working all over the place. So check them out. Also, Dave Greenitz, I just saw a beautiful kitchen he just finished, Dave Greenitz Construction. He said that this was the second of five kitchens and baths they promised by Thanksgiving. Now listen, Thanksgiving, Dave, I'm just reminding Dave Green, it's Thanksgiving. If people are telling me right is a week from today. That's a scary thought. That means he's going to slam a jamma three kitchens or baths. He owes, he, he finished a couple of them. He showed one on Facebook and it was just unbelievable. I thought, Oh, maybe they'll invite me for Thanksgiving dinner. Those guys. So, um, anyway, uh, Dave Greenitz uh, is the best, kitchen and bathroom modeler in the area uh and you may have to wait a little bit for him but he's worth the wait because you don't want to swing and miss on a kitchen or a bath and drop 10 or twenty thousand dollars and get it wrong right oh i wish we would have not done that dave will get it done right the first time so you can check him out at green it's g-r-e-e-n green the color e-t-z green construction.com or you could go to Dave Greenitz Construction Facebook site. That's Facebook, right? And you can uh, connect with him off those sites. You can email him, text him. He'll have uh, the number is 530-682-9602. He'll act- actually answer the phone or call you right back. He does not have a big office staff. All his people actually do something out in the field and make things happen. 530-682-9602. You know, the best is worth waiting for, particularly if you're fixing up your house and you're going to be there for a number of years and you want it to be right and you want the colors to be right and, you know, just the textures to be right and everything to fit nicely. 
The corners to be square, no big goobers in the ceiling. You need to, you need to have the right people. I've seen a, a lot of humbugs in my life. So uh, the other people are the plumbing doctor. I just had him over here the other day fixing my faucet, and uh, they're easy. They're easy to get a hold of, 530-671-9111. No fuss, no muss. They just come in and boom. They just fix the thing, go on to the next call. So if you got something, you got a you bean driven up your nose by the plumbing, you you flush the toilet, and it's it's like chasing you down the hallway instead of going out the other way. Bad sign right there. Or if you got steam coming out of your grass, that's a bad sign. Or you got water percolating up out in the middle of your yard, that's a bad sign. But they can fix that, and you don't need to even work on it. You can just go about your day, go go and prepare your turkey or whatever you're going to eat, and uh, they'll take care of the funky stuff. 530-671-9111. All right, so uh, let's see. Where are we? Oh, uh, before I do bait and switch, I need to do something else. So, I'm, you know, I uh, a lot of my friends and I, uh, m- mainly I'm, a res- I'm not so much a generator of uh, clips to watch. I just don't blast everybody uh but my friends do and i appreciate it i don't i just not end up doing all that work of telling people what they ought to watch but people send me stuff throughout the day every day lots all kinds of people so so anyway uh some of it i just think oh my god i can't believe and some of it i pass on uh, i just passed on an hour talk the other yesterday to my goddaughter because uh, she needed to she said lou i need to catch up and I said, so do I. So I said, watch this. We'll both both catch up. I feel like I'm catching up, catching up. I've been getting ripped off and punked, and I didn't even know what was punking me. So I got this clip, and it's these two nurses, <clears throat> and they're showing the packaging. They're British nurses, and they're showing the packaging on uh, COVID-19 vaccine uh, that's in the works. So there's all kinds of these. You've heard of Pfizer. And you, you've heard of Moderna, and this is uh, this over in Britain. Uh, the medicine, it's MHRA, Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency, right? That's like the Federal Drug Administration, FDA, right? We got to clear everything through FDA in the United States. In Great Britain, it's Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency, MHRA. So MHRA has blessed or sanctioned this COVID-19 vaccine, right? Here it is. It's And so these gals, uh, what they show you on the video, they're just not talking. They're showing you a video. They took the packaging apart on the vaccine. Like, you know, the little when you buy medicine and there's a box, and then in the box, it explains all kinds of like where this came from, the downside of it, the upside of it, like to how they made it, the tests. You know, you ever opened all the little piece of paper up? You probably didn't. You just threw the pills in your mouth and went on about your way. So I'm going to tell you something that maybe will shock you. So some of you may be interested in getting flu vaccines. You may be a vaccine-oriented person. Others are scared to hell. They're scared to death of vaccines, right? So this COVID vaccine, they're saying that it's going to they're going to get everybody vaccinated, right? And it sounds sometimes like they're not going to give you an option. Well, they may give you an option and then they tell you, "Well, you can't fly, <clears throat> you can't go to school, 
You can't go to any group meetings. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't work for the government. You can't work for the hospital unless you get the COVID vaccine, right? Well, let me, I just want to tell you what we're getting into. This is AstraZeneca. This is a company, Astra, A-S-T-R-A hyphen Zeneca, Z-E-N-E-C-A. And this is getting FDA approval. So AstraZeneca and uh, it's COVID-19 vaccine. Okay. So in this is ladies get a close up on this packaging, right? So you can actually write it down and you can go on the internet and look it up. So this uh, it's called a, a Chad C H capital C small H capital A small D O times one and then N C O V dot uh, hyphen 19. It, we call it just Chad, right? And so it's a recombinant, and then it says recombinant. It's a recombinant product. And, I, you know, you read these labels, and you think, I've never heard of that word before, but you can look it up in the dictionary. The, remember what I started to tell you? I said, get off those channels, look at these channels. Listen, people, you need to educate yourself. So if you take the word recombinant, that's a, it's a, this vaccine is a recombinant. <clears throat> R-E-C-O-M-B-I-N-A-N-T. When you look that up, it says this. DNA molecules formed by laboratory methods of genetic recombination, molecular cloning, uh, to, to bring together genetic materials from multiple, from multiple, from multiple sources, Right. So that's part of this DNA. This part of this uh, this uh, vaccine. They have they've got gone out and got DNA molecules formed by laboratory methods of genetic recombination or molecular cloning to bring together genetic materials from multiple sources. They put that in the vaccine. Now I'm going to give you another thing. Uh, so it says we used the methods on this package. Says so we used direct RNA sequencing. To analyze transcript expression from the, then they list the CHAD number, genome in human MRC-5 and A549 cell lines. So a lot of times, if you're like me, my, my eyes get blurred. I think, oh, what the hell does that mean? And I just skip it, right? But I looked it up. So when you look up MRC, capital M, capital R, capital C, hyphen five. Just Google that. And what you're going to find is living tissue, or excuse me, not living, <coughs> lung tissue, my chicken scratch, I can't read. When you look up MRC hyphen five, you're going to find lung tissue of a 14-week-old aborted Caucasian male fetus. Or they'll leave off Caucasian on this on on this this one thing they printed out. It actually said Caucasian. When I looked it up on Google, it said lung tissue of a 14 week old aborted male fetus. That's what MRC five. Now this is a method that they did to create this uh, vaccine for COVID. We use direct RNA sequencing to an, analyze and uh, transcript expression from the chad etc covid19 genome in human mrc5 and a549 cell lines mrc5 it, they're taking uh 
every in all these vaccines, there's going to be DNA from a 14-week-old lung fetus, male. Now, then the MHRA, that's the British group, right? I told you the British group. That's like the British FDA. Then they say on this package, <clears throat> the MHRA urgently seeks uh, AI, artificial intelligence, software, urgently seeks. It's something they haven't gotten yet. MHRA urgently seeks artificial intelligence software to process the expected high volume of COVID-19 vaccine adverse drug reactions or ADRs and ensure that no details for, from the reaction texts are missed. In other words, they're expecting a high volume of COVID-19 vaccine bad, adverse means bad, they're expecting a high volume of COVID-19 vaccine adverse drug reactions, and and they want AI software <clears throat> to be able to track these reactions for their study. Got it? So I'm giving you a heads up, a starter, because they're saying this vaccine is already ready or is going to be ready, and this AstraZeneca version there's going to be a moderna version there's going to be a pfizer version and uh but the question is uh you may decide no version for me for moi no version for moi i don't want no i don't want the uh lung dna off a 14 week old aborted caucasian male fetus in my body or any other crap that they're going to put in this load up in this vaccine right so I've been vaccinated by, for a couple things, smallpox, polio, yellow fever, I think. But that's it. Some of these kids are getting 50, 60 vaccines. And a lot of people that are smarter than me are saying that's how we're getting so much autism. I'm probably about past the autism stage, but I think it's going to kill a lot of older people. It's going to make them sick and it's going to send them over the edge, it's going to kick them through the goalpost. So you can look. Here's the deal. You can research on the Internet what's going to be in that Moderna and what's going to be in that Pfizer, that's Pfizer PF, that Pfizer vaccine. And But here's the deal. If you don't understand the term or you don't understand the initials, it, like when you go to see a MHR-5, you can just take that, cut and you know, put it in your Google search or whatever search engine, and it will tell you what that crap is. It's pretty cool. And these nurses were explaining it to me on on the uh, the video that they did trying to explain people what's going on. Now, uh, now you've you've been hearing all the crazy things. I, I think I told you last week that a mortuary uh, operator in Yuba Sutter counties told me that he was pressured <clears throat> by the Sacramento Health Agency, Health Department or whatever Department of Health to change the death cause on a death certificate. Now, everybody that dies has to have a death certificate to explain the manner of death and the cause of death. And up until COVID, it was really a pretty squeaky clean uh, uh, process that went through a lot of levels of, of uh, expertise 
starting with the deputy coroners and then the chief deputy coroner and the health department and the pathologist to determine the manner and cause of death of every person that died in, in, in California or Western society. It's pretty typical. <clears throat> sometimes there's different workers. Sometimes you have medical examiners, etc. forensic people out in the field. But generally, it's a very squeaky, clean, tidy, and uh, exact method of, of, of when you when you get a death certificate, it tells you manner of death and the cause of death. And so now this is the first time that I know of where the government has stepped in and just made up reasons. They just absolutely all they're doing is put COVID, 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 COVID. And they want to put COVID on the desk because they're, they're cashing in the federal government has given these hospitals 29,000 for COVID treatment, right? Dead or alive, right? It's just like a bounty hunter. So anybody that they could attach COVID to, they get money for. So it has nothing to do with honesty and integrity. You remember what I talked about at the first part of the show about Benjamin T- Franklin talking about virtue? That once virtue is gone, there's nothing that can hold this thing together. So right now, Dr. Lou is a liar, right? The supervisors are liars. The county administrators are liars. They're all lying. They're all putting off this faux, fake uh, disease, fake pandemic. It's going to kill you. It's going to wipe out your kids. Your kids can't go to school. It's killing kids left and right. It's killing everybody. And yet we only have like 23 deaths since February or March at the hospital, right? Of COVID. And many of those deaths have nothing to do with COVID. They had COVID on board, but they had half a heart, half a lung. They were all screwed up. They were 150 years of age right there, holding them together with all kinds of extraordinary life-saving measures. But now they call it COVID. They're liars. They're cheats. They're scams. They, they should be put in jail. If they were in a business, the IRS would put them in jail for fabricating the books, cooking the books. What they're doing is cooking the the uh, death books. They're cooking the death certificate books, and nobody's going to get held accountable for it. So my friend who runs a mortuary in town says, Lou, they forced me. They told me to change it. So he said, I called the doctor, says, you want to change this? Because a, a, a mortuary attendant does not have the right to change stuff, right? He doesn't even have the right to make up the cause. The doctors and the coroners determine the manner and the cause of death right and in this case the doctor just got flustered and the doctor on both these cases and just said put whatever put whatever you want on thing that's how the whole this is how the erosion of integrity happens is it people just get tired of the bs everybody knows it's a big lie it's a big bs but nobody wants to call it because they don't have any guts they don't have any balls they don't have any cojones they don't have any backbone they're just losers they're, they say, oh, yeah, vote for me. I'm going to I'm a real leader. I'm I'm you can trust me. I'm the man of the hour. And they are a total black hole loser. They're a loser. And all they want is the money and the power and the control. And they will let that health officer screw you. That's why I call her Screw Lou. She's Dr. Screw Lou. Kukaloo Screw Lou. She's screwing everybody, causing people to kill themselves, lose their business, and all the time acting as if she's miscompassionate. She is full of shit is what she is. I'll be right back. Hey now, all you sinners, put your lights on, put your lights on, hey now, 
There will be no return to the old normal for the foreseeable future. I want to start off by saying that if either one of these flags offend you, or if you burned either one of them, you probably want to find a different channel. Go back to Logan Paul or wherever you came from. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Dan. I'm the owner of this channel. On this channel, we are Americans and everything that entails being an American. If that's you, you're gonna feel right at home. We want America back the way it was. And I wanna say to everyone that if you have had a family member that has died from COVID, I'm really sorry, I am. But disease is part of life. It will always be around. But let me be clear with everyone. I am done wearing masks, period. How many of you were pissed off when you found out that wearing a mask was going to be a regular thing now? Probably just as pissed or more pissed than I was. Now, four months later, how many of you have accepted it? And what I mean by accepted it is every morning when you get up, if you're in some cold place in the United States, you grab your mask like it's your beanie, like it's a part of you. That is you accepting being played as a chump. That is you accepting us not living in what is America. That is you accepting being lied to. And that is you accepting a new norm that should never be a norm. The World Health Organization Director General went on the other day and said that the old Old normal will not be around for the foreseeable future. There will be no return to the old normal for the foreseeable future. I repeat, there will be no return to the old normal. Are you good with that? COVID is dangerous if you have a pre-existing condition or if you're just some lazy dude who eats McDonald's all day and has a weak heart and lungs. But you know what? A regular cold is gonna be super dangerous to you too. I agree that some people should be wearing masks. My 93 year old grandpa should wear a mask. He doesn't because he just doesn't care. He's lived his life. But that's the thing people, it should be a choice. This is America. If I decide to not wear a mask tomorrow and I die from COVID, that's between me and God. That has nothing to do with my government. There has been 246,000 deaths so far from COVID. A lot of those those deaths were put down as COVID, which was not the cause because hospitals get money when people are listed as dying from COVID. An example is a motorcycle crash happened in Austin and they put his death as COVID. What, COVID grabbed the handlebars and swerved him off the road? But let's stick with 246,000 just for the hell of it. Just so I can make the point. It sounds like a lot, right? That's why the media and everybody is saying, oh my God, you gotta wear a mask. Okay, riddle me this then. There were 862,000 abortions in 2017. 862,000. So let me make this easy. Until you mandate the use of condoms, you're not gonna make me wear a mask. How is that not as big of a deal 
as COVID. In fact, it's the total opposite of COVID. Oh no, pro-choice. Okay, fine. But then let me be pro-choice about what I put on my face. If we're terminating pregnancies like it's the coolest thing to do in the world, there is nothing that you can say to me that is going to justify us living in a prison of what we call America now because you think that a mask is going to somehow protect me. People are still getting infected at record numbers, even with wearing masks. So what the hell are we doing? Here's something that no one has thought of yet, or I just haven't heard it on the media or anything like that, on why more and more people are getting infected while wearing masks. How many times do you think an average person touches their face in a day? There was a study on it. It's about 16 times an hour. That's 256 times a day if you're up for 16 hours and you sleep for eight. But who knows? Some of us are weird when we sleep. Maybe we pick our nose in our sleep. Who knows? And that study was done without having something covering your face. So imagine how many more times you were touching your face in a day when you have something that's itchy, that's annoying. When you put a mask on, you're touching your ears. When you adjust it, you're touching your nose. But people are going into grocery stores and Walmarts and all this stuff, and they get an itch in their face, so they start touching their nose and fixing it. And they're in a place where COVID probably lives the best. But no, you gotta wear a mask because it's magical. It's just gonna keep you healthy. If it's really that important, and we should all be wearing gas masks looking like Darth Vader. My uncle is an ER doctor. Why do you think they basically have them put on a hazmat suit with a gas mask on? Why are they dressing up like they're going in to an apocalypse and we're out in the area and Walmart and all these places just wearing a little cotton ball on our face. I'm not buying it. And Americans are tired of it. That's why I'm making this video to help you understand that our freedoms are at stake here. So here's the solution. If you're sick, stay home. What did we all do when we were sick when COVID wasn't around? Hey boss, I got a cold. I'm staying in. Okay, Dan, I think you're lying, but all good. That's what we did. If you have anything on the list that is high risk, wear a mask, but that's still your choice. If you don't want to wear a mask, I'm not going to tell my 93 year old grandpa that he needs to wear a mask and duct tape it to his face. Not going to do it. But for the rest of us, we are bringing America back to the way it was. We are strong. We are resilient. We will create change. No one is going to tell us what our freedoms are. No one is going to put us in a box and tell us that these are the parameters, follow them or else. I am done living my life like it's on hold because some political fairies mandate us to wear masks because they think they can politically gain something by scaring the good American people and making them stay home. All right, we're, we're here. We're going to do our, I think we got one segment, if I'm keeping track. So I was talking about the, the uh, dishonesty in our medical profession right now, and particularly in our, you know, you really trust at some point, you know, over the years, I, I've worked with the IRS, not for the IRS, but, you know, I, I did books for years, and I'd been audited by the IRS, and 
audited by Social Security or, or uh, Workers' Comp. And, you know, all the audits you do, if you're a bookkeeper, you know what I'm talking about, your accountant or bookkeeper. You have these different agencies, and you – my trust was – like, I never like to get audited because I don't like to – you know, I, I try not to make a mistake, but you never know. It's embarrassing if, if they say, hey, you know, you missed this or you should have counted this. You think, oh, bummer. I hate that. You know, everybody wants to do things right. I always wanted to do things right. So when the IRS, I've been audited by everybody in, in my life, you know, as a business owner or business manager. And so whether it was the state government or the federal government, but I always trusted that the people were working for them were honest, honest, law abiding people. Right. Trying to do a good job. And and they tried to and, and I always felt like they treated me well. And so to find out now that people in the IRS, like Lois Lerner, people in the FBI, like all the people I mentioned before, people at the Department of Justice, like I know people who work for the FBI. They're wonderful, hardworking. They are law enforcement at every level. I know some wonderful people. I would love to work with them if I had another life to live. But there are jerks. There are the just like Dr. Lou. She's totally dishonest. She's a fraud and she's damaging our community. She's the head of the spear for uh, the destruction of these two counties working for Gavin Newsom. And so when you look at things, when they're changing death certificates to reflect a, 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 a sinister agenda called COVID-19, it's a sinister agenda to take over our freedom to, to undermine democracy, to undermine our republic, and to take away our, uh, our liberty, uh, I have lost total confidence. If, if, the, if the sheriff's department, the coroners will bend, the mortuaries will bend, the health departments are making up fraudulent death certificates, we are screwed until we, we root these people out. And get back to normal. But we're going to need sheriffs, constitutional sheriffs. You know, I have great confidence in Brandon Barnes in Sutter County and Wendell Anderson in Yuba County. But honestly, I don't think their job, they are going to have to come up to another level to deal with some of this nonsense. Uh, because the, the health departments are being fraudulent. And at the hospital, I don't, the hospital, I have a great working work relationship with the workers over there at the ER. And with trauma intervention, but honestly, I, I don't know what's going on at this hospital anymore. I just don't. It it just like it it like oh you know they're saying that the hospitals are going to be overrun. That is totally a lie. You know they being the the state government, it is totally a lie. We got a guy that there's an article in the uh, Breitbart that says a guy fell off a ladder, whacked himself in the head. Old guy, fifty one years of age, right? Hit it, did some brain damage, right? Got a brain bleed. He ended up dying, and they found him. He had some COVID in his lungs, so they, they wrote it off to COVID. They got a motorcycle accident. Guy dies on a motorcycle. They, they write it off to – he had some coronavirus. They said, oh, he tested positive. What this Dr. Lou is doing right now uh, – let me get this. I'm going to run short of time here. I can tell this. I just got a guy uh, – I got this memo that she was goes – this is in the Marysville Joint Unified School District. This is crazy, people. If you have your kids in school – Please get your kids out of these schools. I would not have my kids in one of these schools. They're like a they're like putting them in prison. They're like a concentration camp. So in this learning model agreement that all the students have to sign, the parents have to sign and the student, they have to check off all these boxes. 
I will contact the school within 24 hours of my child is direct contact with a confirmed COVID case. I will do this. I will do that. I will do this. I understand that facial coverings will be required. Okay, l- let me read this face coverings. This face covering thing is totally communist compliance. It says face coverings are to be worn at all times to participate in blended learning model. Face coverings in combination with social distancing reduces the risk of transmission of COVID-19. That is a complete 100% lie. That has nothing to do with disease. Face coverings in combination with social distancing. That is a BS. It's a lie. It's a turd in a tuxedo, as a guy said earlier. They are to be worn at all times. This is talking about little kids. The purpose of face coverings is to protect other people from getting sick. That is a lie. That's BS. That doesn't work. That is not that your your kid. Honestly, your kid should never have to wear a mask. Then in bold letters, students who are unable to follow the safety procedures will be subject to a modification or change of educational setting. You know what I mean? You know what I'd do to modify? I'd flip them the bird. I'd say, come and get me, baby. My kid ain't never coming on this campus again. You can shove those face coverings as far as you can get up your rear end. So then we got this other page. This is all Marysville Joint Unified School District stuff. Gary Cena is an embarrassment running that school system. He is just bending over big time for all this baloney. Bending over to the union, bending over for Dr. Lou, just disappointing, so disappointing. But actually, I'm not I'm not surprised, but it's just disappointing. So it says Dr. Lou has says everyone. This is a letter from Gary Cena to everyone says I never seen anybody just says everyone comma. (laughs) Health officer Dr. Fong Lou has issued shared public health guidance impacting Yubaseta schools. Then it goes down here, number one, symptom screening. It says, it's saying once an individual tests positive for COVID-19, do you understand by now that that does not mean they have it? That means that they had it, H-A-D, and it didn't do jack to them. But it's but there's a trace that it visited. It's kind of like people in front of my house. I don't I go out there and I know they were there because they left their Taco Bell burrito wrappers there. I the burrito isn't there. Otherwise, I might eat it. But it's just a wrapper. I just know it was there. Right. So all this and a positive test. Most of them are totally false positives because it's such a crappy test. That doesn't mean they have it. That means they had it in their system, but they didn't even probably know it. So anyway, what she's what they're doing is sending everybody home when somebody tests positive, for goodness sake. So check this out. They say once an individual who tests positive for COVID-19 and completes their required isolation. In other words, you test positive. You don't even sick. You're healthy as a horse. You got to go into isolation. That person who is no longer then it says that person who is no longer infectious, they weren't infected in the first place, dude, Mr. Cena. 
they can be deemed to have relative immunity for a short period of time. This means, this is Dr. Lou's writing here. This means that for 90 days, this is the same thing they sent out to Sutter County. 90 days. You think they're not going to shut down society? Check this out. See how long society is going to keep going if you keep shutting down people for 90 days. That means for 90 days following the individual's isolation due to a positive COVID test. That does not mean they're sick. It just means they showed positive in the, and it could be totally incorrect. I, you, you know that they've, they have pigs and papayas that have tested positive for COVID. You know that, don't you? If you don't know, I'm sorry you don't know it. It's out there. The information's out there. You're just being deceived by these nut people that are running this government. So it says, due to a positive COVID-19 test, that individual can pass the symptoms check while demonstrating while demonstrating symptoms. Some of her writing, I think she still she needs to uh, learn English. As a result of this new guidance, individual symptoms will now be assessed according to the newest symptom screening criteria and the, the direction related to the students and staff. Anyway, on listen, this mumbo jumbo is, you know something? Remember the days when you just got a cold and your kid, your kid maybe at school started to get a headache and a runny nose? Felt fine at, at the beginning of the day, but now towards the end of the day, it's felt, feeling funky. And the teacher calls and says, or the secretary and says, hey, Teacher Smith, Miss Smith says your son's got a headache and runny nose. Why don't you come and get him? Okay, pick him up, right? We don't have to have the health department involved. You just pick up your son, take him home, s- stays home a couple days, gets his oats, feeling oats, feeling his oats, as they say in the, the uh, ranching arena. And uh, they then you bring him back and you sign a, a slip saying he was sick, doctor slip he was sick, and that's it. Now, you listen, people, they're going to shut. The supervisors are just looking the other way. Your supervisors, who you're paying seventy to ninety thousand dollars a year, and you voted for them. Some of them you know them. You go out to eat with them. They are looking the other way. They are kissing these counties down the sewer. They're just selling this down the sewers, what they're doing. They This 90-day thing is going to so confuse and confound people that people will just quit. Some people will just quit. Some people are just going to say, oh, yeah, put, put, yeah, oh, he fell off the roof? I'll just put COVID on it. Who who gives a damn? Who gives a damn? People are just going to get, you know, they just go along with this in communist countries. It's the same way. Oh, yeah, just put that on it. Who cares, right? And you know what really happens? People start paying each other off. They just take a bribe. Pretty soon, the next thing is just take a bribe. They say, "Oh yeah, uh, you know, kid, the, the kid. Oh yeah, he wasn't wearing a mask. Oh, he's supposed to report that. Oh, he he should have stayed home. Give me give me fifty bucks, and I'll just overlook it. That's how that's where, that's where we're headed next. People just start paying off the system. When I go to communist countries, we pay off people all the time. We're using contraband. We pay off people. Oh yeah, give me a hundred dollars. Give me fifty dollars. Give me this. Give me that." Uh, you know, it's just like me. They're just there. There's the government. And then we just work around the government. This thing is going to shut down. You you think you're wondering people run around. Oh, I'm going to run around. I'm going to go over there and I'm going to buy all the toilet paper. I'm going to buy this. Those shelves are going to get they're going to get empty because all they have to do is keep enforcing the 90 day deals, 90 day, 90 day, 30 day. You can't go to work just like they shut down the county clerk's office. And my friend could not record her real estate deal. 
She makes a living selling real estate. All you have to do is keep shutting down places. Oh, you can't get a building permit. You can't do this. Oh, you, they're closed today. No, they're, oh, they got sick over there. Somebody got sick. Somebody tested positive of COVID, even though they're not sick. Nobody else can, can, can work today. I'm telling you people, they're going to shut down this community. There ain't going to be food on those shelves. You think, oh, yeah, they shouldn't have got over there and bought all the toilet. Screw the toilet paper. You can wipe with your hand and go, go clean up. But when you run out of food, food you're going to have a problem unless you're growing your own if we allow this to keep going these supervisors are going to just through their passivity these suckers are the biggest passive bunch of pussies i have ever met in my life 10 people that cannot make a decision to to take control of this county placer county has the Nevada County restaurants are going to sue the pants off those supervisors up there. And they think, oh, uh, supervisors, oh, we're immune. Screw you. They can burn down your damn house. That ain't immune, right? If we can't get you, if you shut down this county and people start to starve to death, you think you're going to be okay at your little house up there in the foothills or house out there in the, in the boondocks or your little house or you got a little nice, nice acreage, think somebody's not going to come down there and take you out? I'm telling you, people. You better not wait. You better deal with this situation while you can. People will come after the supervisors. People will come after the supervisors. I'm not threatening you. I'm just telling you this is real. You mess with people's lives. You you have a kid die on people. You you have you can't get in the hospital because they're jerking everybody around on COVID. You can't go in and see your loved ones say goodbye. I don't know. I'm going over. We got tip people going over there. People's people are dying in the hospital, right, of stuff. They just have a heart attack or whatever. And they say, no, you can't go in there because we can only allow one person a day or something just they just make up rules right because dr kukaloo dr kukaloo and you think at some point some people are just gonna say i'm not putting up with that they jerked me around over there and at some point they're gonna find their way back to the supervisors why because they hired her and they are protecting her and she is jerking this system around now we even got james gallagher who's not the most fiery guy in the world but james gallagher is saying this is bs this is baloney. What's going on here? Don't shut down your business. Don't do what Dr. Lou's saying. Don't do all this stuff. He did, he still screwed up on the mask thing. I'm telling you, I, I am not a medical person, but I've done enough research and I've talked to enough doctor people. You just as well put a con condom on your nose, right? Why don't you just all wear condoms around? You know, if you were, as, as I saw a guy, in fact, on this, on one of the clips I got on this, uh, on this show today, the guy's saying, why don't we all just, uh, why don't we enforce the condom thing? You can't have sex without a condom to knock off this abortion stuff and all the STDs and stuff. If you put that much in emphasis on that, instead of this stupid mass thing, it's just unbelievable. It just, I, I'm telling you, I never thought I'd seen this. It's, it's actually fascinating to me on one, on one way. I, I saw something that I don't even know whether I have time to do this now. Uh, but it's uh, abortion giant change. I saw this article. Abortion giant changes name to downplay eugenist founder. Eugenist for you out in Oliver and Linda means they kill you because of your ethnicity. But I thought I was going to talk about uh, Margaret Sanger 
and Planned Parenthood, but you know who it talks about? Marie Stopes International, one of the largest abortion providers in the world, is changing its names due to unwanted attention that its founder was a eugenist and a racist. It's interesting to me. All these people, you think, these blacks have been so sucker punched. The Democrats are eugenists. They're killing black people, the Democrats, or demon craps. So it says, like Planned Parenthood founder Margaret Mag- Sanger, Marie Stopes, who established Britain's first birth control clinic in 1921, was a racist who opposed interracial marriage and promoted the forced sterilization of inferior people she considered unfit to procreate. Starting Tuesday, abortion and contraception provider Marie Stopes International will be known as MSI Reproductive Choices. What a lie. Leaders said Stopes advocated. I want you to listen to this. All you pro pro abortion people. Stopes advocated fiercely for eugenic programs and effort to rid society of the weak and undesirable notoriously practiced by the Nazis against Jews and disabled persons and by Planned Parenthood founder Margaret Sanger against blacks and minorities in the U.S., Arguing in 1920 for compulsory sterilization of the unfit, Stopes said that failure to do so would yield an ever-increasing stock of degenerate, feeble-minded, and unbalanced people who would devastate social customs like the parasite upon a healthy tree. I can't do all of this. Unsurprisingly, Stopes was also an ardent fan of Adolf Hitler and the Nazi Party. A poem she wrote in 1942 at the height of the Jewish Holocaust read, Catholics and Prussians, the Jews and the Russians, all are a curse or something worse. Marie Stopes International currently operates more than 600 clinics in 37 countries around the world, many of them targeting blacks in sub-Saharan Saharan. Africa. The organization has offices. Check these countries. All you people of color. Burkina Faso, Ghana, Democrat Republic of Congo, Mali, Ethiopia, Nigeria, Senegal, Niger, uh, Kenya, Sierra Leone, Uganda, Tanzania, Malawi, Madagascar, South Africa, Zambia, Zimbabwe. According to data, I'm telling you, listen to this. According to data from its website, the organization took the lives of 2,628,900 unborn African babies in 2019 alone. You black people, come on, baby. Save your own people if you think, oh, to me, I don't look at it like, oh, whites are my people. Baloney on that. We're all one race. But if you think, oh, I'm into the blacks and I'm going to save my people, black people, do something. Nearly three million babies butchered by this crazy eugenics organization. Marie Stopes International in 2017, the the UK Care Quality Commission accused Marie Stopes International of paying staff bonuses to promote abortions and harassing mothers who changed their minds about the procedure. Uh, this past summer, Planned Parenthood Greater New York removed 
the name of organizer founder Margaret Sanger from its abortion facility in New York City because of harmful connections to the eugenics movement. The organization said it will work with city officials to remove an honorary street sign that marks the Margaret Sanger Square at the intersection of Bleecker and Mott Streets in Manhattan. They're scrubbing their history, the truth. They hide the truth. All right. We're done. God bless you. And uh, I forgot to even talk about our tip fundraiser, but we're just going to have to move on. The party's over here. We'll see you next week, Lord willing. And uh, go to alternative media. I'm telling you, uh, prepare for the future. We're so glad to see so many of you lovely people here tonight. We would especially like to welcome all the representatives of Illinois' law enforcement community who have chosen to join us here in the Palace Hotel Ballroom at this time. We certainly hope you all enjoy the show. And remember, people, that no matter who you are and what you do to live, thrive, and survive, there's still some things that make us all the same. You, me, them, everybody. Everybody. Sugar to kiss.